0: listen to the black guy who tips podcast because rod
1: and karen are hot watch them young guns to take none nobody's safe from the friday the 13th ghetto jason itchy trigger finger aching snack your statue yes out the s class of faking 40 blasts Oh wait, 44 blast it's a bloodbath take it to first step down a thug path ain't no love here just slugs here kids know the half just plug just get plugged. you get plugged here that's just impossible for the week or to the last now behold the unstoppable third eye watching you watching me throwing rocks from the penalty box copper plea young g we was born to die don't cry for me just keep the heat closed and just eat the wait just keep the heat closely and ride for me uh i don't think he said closely anyway uh because we family, for better or worse. You and I, from the dirt, hurts so hard to hurt. To be here at each year, I'm pouring out more beer for deceased peers. Hold it for Police line do die across. They found his corpse in the loft with his head cut off. The butt naked. Homicide, the crime method. at another killer verse to the murder record for the grand finale. Hey, welcome to the Black Guy Test podcast. Your host, Rod. And we? we're in the house on Saturday morning, which means it's feedback time. Mm, yep, yep. You know, appreciate y'all uh for, you know writing into the show leaving us five-star reviews um uh going to the com and leaving comments yes, um sir. emailing us the blackouttips at com. we're going to get into all those things i'm going to check the voicemails later on i didn't even look to see but we may have some of those as well make sure if you do leave a voicemail it's two minutes or less or else it'll get cut off yeah
2: that's google setting not ours or whoever set them up skype
1: mm-hmm um but yeah we appreciate y'all for doing all those things um because without y'all we wouldn't be able to do this guys that's the truth the official weapon of the show is the taser. an unofficial sport is bullet ball and bullet ball extreme um and we need to talk about these um five star reviews you guys left us because we appreciate that um let me see uh where my song at
0: Dedicate
2: this song to recession, depression, and unemployment.
1: This song for you. Today's, Today's a, a new day. day. New day, new tides, okay? Harold <laughs> W hit us with the one with that return. Thank you, Harold.
2: Thank you. Sound like you need to own the chicken chops.
1: Derek L Derek LW. Lynn Wood C. Uh, Noel W., thank you very much. Almost
2: uh, no time of the year, Noel.
1: Got a one-time donation from Comashine M., thank you very much. I like that name, it's unique. Uh, B. Coleman, thank you so much. Hey, baby. Uh, Eric M., uh, out, out, straight up out of Fairville State, okay, you know what I'm saying, attitude check.
2: Bronco Bride. Come on
1: in, come on in. Uh, Cedric W., Cedric the Entertainer, what they call him.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Mellonike I, thank you very much. Hey, baby. Uh, Preston F., thank you, Press dog. Calvin N, thank yeah. you so much.
2: I hope the McDonald's still treating you right.
1: Gerard L. Terry W. Jason F. Thank you, Jason. Uh Joseph O, thank you, Joe. Tyrone M. Thank you, Tyrone. Uh Courtney R, thank you very much, Courtney. Uh and that's it. That's everybody. I always you, get to this one, one low. Thank you so much.
0: Come on, today's a new day. But there is no sunshine
1: Nothing
0: but clouds and it's dark in my heart And it feels like a cold mine. It ain't easy, but Today's a new day Well, tell me where where are my blue skies Where is that love, is the love
1: and the joy that you promise Tell me it's all All right right. The truth is I I almost gave up My power that I can't explain, explain. The Holy Ghost power like a shower now I know we been hurt y'all But still
0: I smile Even though I hurt you I, I smile,
1: smile. I know God is working so, so I smile. Even, smile even though I've been I'm here cold. for a while still. I smile, Hallelujah. smile. It's, it's so hard to look, look up when you look down, down sure would hate to see you give up now you look so much better when you smile smile for me that's what they be saying in new york hey bitch hey bitch can you just (laughs) for me well fuck you then anyway you ugly smile for me hey you with that ass Oh, 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 you can't, can't
2: even smile, okay, then thank it,
1: me. Kurt, all right, uh,
2: <laughs> yeah, she made me go oh oh
1: oh.
2: Mm. oh that ass,
1: all right, guys, we have some <laughs> we have five star reviews, um, let me read these, and then also, I found a way to get to all our other reviews from other countries.,
2: Woohoo! so
1: I don't know how long this is gonna take but we'll see what we can do we'll some of our it. obscure country reviews okay guys
2: we're doing enough reviews
1: the black is international today okay? uh so let's get to these five star reviews um must listen five stars by pacino 84 who says always listen to tbgwt thank you thank you appreciate you mm-hmm. love this show by simulated being who says how do i even begin to explain how much this show means to me at boring retail at my boring retail job they let us listen to music before the doors open it's the highlight of my morning and has become a ritual to listen to the show this show gives me joy and helps me start the day off with a laugh the positive energy helps me get through my day thank you rod and karen and keep being for being my friends in my head thank you thank you baby um 1535 chicken csi by future phd who says karen had me going about the lifestyle she leads, because you have spoiled her 100 mama karen <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah a lot of people like that uh chicken csi by i2 todd says Mr. Bouncy House needs to be glad that little girl's daddy, uncles, brothers and somebody didn't come put hands on him. Come on. We need uh, we need the puntery must uh we need the puntery must continue, especially the bad ones by can. She is country as a bucket <laughs> of purple hull peas and I love it. <laughs> 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 Thanks, I too Todd. Thank
0: you.
1: Uh, and yeah, uh, it's funny because like uh Buddy sent uh, the only way I would put my hands on that dude or something is if he threatened my daughter or tried to do something, but sending your credit card and her buying that bouncy house after you told her to i mean
2: that's all on you that's on
1: you dummy you know i mean i could see her parents maybe being like you know just give it back or whatever like just out of some like just because we don't really just just block that dude's number and don't deal with it Mm -hmm. but i mean in general like he literally had consented on the text which what's she supposed to do you know lucky it was just a, a bouncy house come on but you never know with these niggas if you would try something like and now you owe me then yeah i would fuck them up uh anyway five stars from stitcher ancient future says the best thing to hit podcast and this is my absolute favorite show period rod and karen bring fresh viewpoints to news politics and life with a healthy dose of humor they have their fingers on the pulse of reality and present it in such a way to keep us sane in an insane world so for this i forgive them for almost killing me I was hospitalized after a minor surgery and just couldn't help but laugh out loud. My nurse warned me about tearing my stitches, but I kept listening and kept Aww. laughing. She came in and took my tablet for my own good. But just like,
0: <laughs> just
1: like the baby on the old commercial trading stocks, I whipped, wiped out, whipped out a hidden cell phone and went back to the episode. I, a cell phone. I love Karen's laughing the hey when her song comes on. <laughs>
0: oh. Rod's puns
1: just don't stop and they compliment each other perfectly. Keep doing what, uh, what you're doing and may your love continue to blossom. And your pockets feel. P.S. Have any of the original artists say how they feel about what these white people are doing to the music with these covers? You know, I have not seen an artist uh, talk about it yet. Cause I,
2: they either may not know or don't care. I
1: assume. I assume when black people make dope music, they don't go on YouTube and watch these white people fuck it up. That's my guess. You know, but I don't know. Maybe, maybe if you really found Beyonce, much she'd be like, "This, what the fuck?" You know what I mean? Maybe I don't know. Um all right and and the thing is we only I only pick the black ones, they cover everything, you see what I'm saying, so it's like a white white people have an entire different um yeah, relationship hope. with music and covers and shit uh yeah. is that in that genre it's like in rap we would call that shit biting or
2: oh that's right they have whole bands that don't do nothing but just cover. yeah up, uh,
1: like you can be a cover band you can right. be you know you can cover one particular band with just your band so uh, you know i know they had like a, a band of little people that did kiss songs and they would dress up in their makeup and shit and they'd be mm-hmm. like little kiss and they were torn like wow you know so i don't know the rules on that shit, shit. like what you know because i know in black in black circles if it, if it was like a little nwa the motherfuckers would never sell no tickets because people would be like the fuck y'all still in nwa music you know you yeah, know how we
2: like, do like you said the relationship is completely different it was like well they ain't saying it's their shit like they're just right. singing it uh and i almost in uh to celebrate what you've already done
1: so i told you um via this website called mypodcastreviews.com you can sign up you can Pay a little fee, like five dollars a month or something, and uh, it lets you look at your reviews from all over the world, as opposed to in iTunes, where you have to switch country region and it's very hard to find a lot
2: of goddamn flags. Now the
1: thing is, I have to go in here and search the reviews and tell people like I I can find them. Uh, I don't know. There's a lot of them. I don't know the best way to do it, but um, I'm gonna skip the U.S. and Canada because we already know we are up to date on those. Mm -hmm. But uh, I think what I'll do is I'll start with the more obscure places and then work my way up right Um, so um for instance sweden we got we got one review from sweden i don't know if we ever read this
2: Sweden. i don't remember this was
1: march 3rd 2013 five stars by Bosef mcgee who says number one all caps yes hey rod and karen i love you both love this cast this is chris from sweden that called in last week just a little correction the podcast i was trying to promote last week was the stochastic kiss uh kitchen not this sarcastic kitchen my bad for not being clear keep it up and stay black thank you thank you baby 2013 i wonder if he's still doing that that podcast oh south africa we got one all right south africa where in the world is our podcast reviews i know right love it five stars uh by at master zulu who says heard about the show on twitter but have been hooked ever since listen once and you will never go back master zulu that's in 2014 march 3rd thank you Ooh, uh new zealand we got two um shout out to uh flight of the concords i know right my dogs uh one from february 2016 oh these are both from 2017 february 26 2017 hilarious five stars i've been listening for a month now and look forward to the delay daily episodes um love that they are usually super long never get bored thank Thank you. you uh funny and informative uh by oh wait who was that one by did i say who that was by? uh that was by a poem for pimbo okay this one is for um brev 7711 brev 711 who says and this is from august 20th 2017 only funny and informative. Five stars. Only been listening about two weeks after I heard them mention uh my fave Game of Thrones podcast, Podcast Phantom. The two hosts are awesome and funny. They have equally hilarious guests. Came for Game of Thrones recasts, which are fantastic, but they always cover a wide range of real world topics. Some of which can be hard to talk about and listen to, but they're important conversations, and I appreciate their efforts in covering these topics. Highly recommend this podcast and plan on going premium for the backlog. Keep up the great work.
2: Thank you. Shout out to Nina and them.
1: Mm-hmm i'm gonna be on a podcast today with leslie mack uh, we're gonna give a black ass review of uh queen sugar two episodes this week so be on the lookout for that guys po- uh, podcast fandom um <clears throat> japan we got we got five from japan um let me go to the uh 2013 we got one from yoko sucom boy wait yoko Suka boy uh, who says, I'm addicted. Five stars. You guys are the best. The puns, the wit, the inflammatory remarks make my day. caring yo, mm-hmm. Is everything <laughs> is the best. Um, uh, LOL, keep up the good work. I'll be joining the premium soon. All the best. Ron in Japan. Ron in Japan. Thank you. And then we got this one from started from the bottom, like a family, five stars, is April thirteen, twenty sixteen. twenty sixteen. For several years I used podcasts merely for education and news like Ted and CNN, thinking that was the only thing out there living here in Tokyo. That's my only connection to culture. But when Beyonce dropped formation, then the Super Bowl happened and no one was talking about it and I was like, what the actual heck? So I searched Black Podcast and you guys came up. I saw the picture and I was like, let me give these guys a listen. Not knowing that from that point on, I will be listening to you guys every single day. Haha! <laughs> it's like my culture connection. You guys talk about what I care about and I love it. Keep doing you. makes me want to invite you guys for a barbecue. I know it'll be fun anyways. you come to Tokyo. I'll make sure to show you around. Oh, um, thank you. Um I love this podcast. It's this also from twenty sixteen August fifth, and this is a Texan in Tokyo who says. Ooh. I love, love, love this podcast, Five Stars. This is easily my top podcast. I love how informative and insightful it is. I feel all sorts of emotions listening to all the mostly terrible but not always news on my daily commute, from outrage one minute to bursting out laughter, in the next. I'm sure I look odd to the other train passengers when I start rolling my eyes at some of the messed up things people say and do back home in the U.S. I also love these two hosts and all their guests, too. Rod and Karen have a love and respect for each other that is evident in the way they talk and listen to each other i love it the different news segments and games are introduced with great songs and cheerful jingles that go against most of the content but it just reminds me of how absurd everything can be sometimes did i mention i love this podcast i really learned a lot and became more aware much more aware i still have so much to do of course since discovering the blackout test i also uh can't watch really gruesome tv shows so i'm also a big fan of the walking dead recaps uh shout out to rod and karen keep doing what you're doing you're both awesome and to everyone else listen to this podcast oh, thank, thank you you, baby uh okay okay you got me guys i'm putting five in by ola chama <laughs> uh in in japan this is <laughs> august getting them
2: all the way over there
1: august 6th of this year um this review is long overdue time to throw my offering in the collection plate i've been listening for a good while now rod and karen have become a top priority in my itunes playlist i can't think of any other podcast as interactive informative and interesting as the tbgwt my life has certainly been enriched by enriched by their points of view and new, about news and current affairs from a black perspective even if you ain't a person of color uh aren't a person of color there is much to be learned and enjoyed from these two love you guys thank you oh
2: thank you thank you putting five on it baby
1: yep um so i think that's everybody from japan okay let's see what else we got ghana all right let's do ghana um i'll get to that um all right with love from gh five stars by delali 92 hey guys been listening to your show since that jack Reacher pod, where the revolutionary cinematic genre impossible white man was born i'm probably your only listener in ghana but you got this is from 2014 guys I'm, I'm, we probably have more now but you guys are getting global fast keep up the great stuff and keep it real as always sorry your fans forced you to watch true blood each week but that's oh god i remember that time Woo. <laughs> you and justin but that just shows how much you love your fans. I wouldn't wish an episode of this true blood on the worst enemy, Delali. Thank you, Delali.
2: <laughs> Thank you, baby.
1: Oh man. Um, uh, let's see. Germany, we got two. I feel like we may have read Germany, but I'll go back on the scene. Germany. Uh T Arico. Oh yeah, we definitely read hers. Um no, no 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 let me make sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. We definitely read hers. Uh I see y'all all the time on twitter and then we got one that says "Came cuz of bernie so black and stayed this is by chips 13 from J- july 28 2015 five stars i came cuz of bernie so black and stayed super entertaining awesome podcast
2: thank you baby thank
1: you man bernie had him going in germany uh belgium uh thanks for my being my lifeline this one's from december 12 2015 five stars by high yellow moon um Rod and Karen are the cool ass friends I, we all want to have. I've been traveling for for a year, and my five times a week TVGWT fix has kept me sane from the fishing village in Brazil to the beaches in Croatia dang you be traveling well, for real it's giving voice to my anger my pain and joy and struggle black people fight face world and it has a lifeline to home you are seriously missing out if you don't listen to this podcast black expats especially need to keep up get up on this and keep up the great work and much love p.s i got five on it for the premium so thank you
2: Woo-hoo! thank you baby
1: <clears throat> um and then let's see australia i know we read these uh, at least i know we read some of these some of them yeah let's see okay Wanga from 2015 definitely read his um pat from sydney i'm uh this is from may 9th 2015 i don't know uh five stars great shows i started listening about a year ago and been hooked since the start i'm from australia and it's great to hear their views on current issues in the world and of course the games i love baller alert the race keep up the good work let's see who else we got thank you uh we got s scott from what s s c c o t t uh from um, uh australia great show five stars i've been listening to the show for a while and it's fantastically entertaining sometimes it's under two hours sometimes it's over three go the distance it's worth it rod and karen i opened my eyes to a world that is vaguely familiar and yet disturbing disturbingly different cue up the great work thank you
2: thank you baby
1: and then march 2012 trevor hello shout wait halachwako says five stars awesome shows Hi, black guy who tells nation as many of you know i'm a huge nba fan but i have a secret to share with y'all if i had the chance to be reborn as any player in the league right now i'd be sean marion not no not kobe durant or lebron but nba champion sean marion yeah see i hate um see what happened okay so this is what happened this is back when we first made the promise to read any five-star review Mm
2: -hmm. and so
1: what people were doing was writing in um stuff for me to read to make it sound like i was saying it right because because sometimes people write in promotions for their podcasts, Mm -hmm. ads all kinds of shit yes uh but yeah so um I hate Sean Marion's game. I hate that
2: is it. what I did that So
1: he wrote, this is from 2012. I don't know if I, I probably still do kind of hate him, but not as much. But 2012, I was definitely peak hating Sean Marion's game. <laughs> so he wrote in this to make me basically say that I like Sean Marion. Um, anyway. <laughs> No, not Kobe Durant or LeBron but NBA champion Sean Marion. He's got a great jump shot that I would love I would love to replicate. Um and he has more rings than LeBron and Durant combined. Oh, and if I could pick a team I like to play for, man, holler at me Boston Celtics. <laughs> <laughs>
2: y'all see why we don't read anything anymore
1: my second favorite team behind the Bobcats anyway but it all seriously Ryder care that you yeah, are awesome hilarious insightful and most importantly ratchet this podcast a must listen thank oh, you thank you baby uh, so that's Australia and then we're almost done UK is the last one there's 16 of these we have to have read most of these I'm guessing uh, I know we read DJ Joppa this year September 8th cause uh, that would have been after I got this out so let's see who else we got may 27th uh 2017 the best by lila c-w-i-n-e one two three four eight uh i'm so five stars i'm so grateful for these two i'm always excited to get a new episode thank you thank you love your wife's laugh uh in uh quotes five stars by <laughs> beto four five six seven two four nine five three eight that sound like an eye test <clears throat> only joking i'm not that emotionally vacant idiot and i will fight anyone that tries it with you karen and rod i love your work the way you both think your humor and dedication your podcast tbgwt was a tremendous addition in my life in 2016 i look forward to going premium in 2017 i'll write a better review later but for now love love and more love from how about beth thanks how about beth oh no over twitter okay baby um let's see who else we got here love laugh learn and grow by the faith flow from uk this is uh 2017 december 7th this is a cracking good podcast i cracking <laughs> this is straight definitely from the uk <laughs> it's a cracking good <laughs> podcast with all the relevant news and the, from across the pond the best telly reviews any anywhere some uh fabulously cheeky games i live for yes, guess the race cheeky. come through with this uh where's my tea i
2: know <laughs> And lots
1: of humor to balance all the grim news out there. I adore the host Rod and Karen and they provide this high quality professional content free. You're frankly bonkers. You're frankly bonkers if you don't come get some of this. Thank you.
2: Hey, we have rock comedy, baby. That's what I'm talking about.
1: (laughs) Uh, let's see who else we got. Um. Uh, best podcast by Wade 78 This is june 22nd 2016 five stars this show is incredible Ryan and karen put on a great show and i'm in tears laughing every time i listen to them not only are they funny but i've learned about lots of issues especially lgbtq i'm from the uk and it's always interesting to listen uh, about some of the issues in the u.s i love the chemistry between these two and their love and one for each other permeates throughout the podcast which is just lovely also their game of thrones recap is second to none i can listen to them and their beautiful accents all day thank you
2: thank you baby uh
1: get listening this is by learners with two s's uk five stars consistently hilarious informative and brilliant rod and karen are wonderful hosts and you do well if you started listening today thank you
2: thank you uh
1: this podcast saved my sanity by katie pie uh this is may 10th 2016 five stars of course i spend so much time my day in the online space as it Uh, it's both where I work, play, and maintain a social life after moving thousands of miles from my family and long-established friends as I was beginning to doubt my own sanity at being what I consider to be a reasonable Negress (laughs) (laughs) I finally gave Rod and Karen podcast a listen in December while visiting home D.C though though i felt instantly at ease with that humor shop analysis that continued multi, uh, considered multiple sides and segments i truly fell in love while listening to grocery store respectability episode uh it sounded like me and my best friend of 20 years i felt i had happened upon a family i claimed uh you even if you don't claim me i'm so glad i became a <laughs> premium member i wish you both all the success in the world you have built something special and intensely gratifying for so many you make me a better thinker much love kp at number one feeling
2: oh, oh. thank you we claim you baby mm mm-hmm.
1: <sighs> this is so good
2: i know i know a lot of people was <laughs> like damn but i ain't never think they was gonna read it
1: all right, uh pouring out 40 ounces of love for tbgwt jennifer oz oh jennifer oz hey baby um okay gina karen you win you <laughs> finally broke me down i yes! guess you could get this review martin uh, as you as you guys love martin i hope you will join my paraphrase quote of martin's famous first proposal to gina yes in reference to my finally giving tbgwt a much overdue review well i love your show i've been listening for nearly a year now but much of which uh but much as which don't with donating to the shows i loyally listening to listen to i just don't believe in leaving reviews i'm too trifling to be bothered with supporting the art and entertainment i consume <laughs> if i can help it however just as with my pockets you broken it to my conscience too now i've been enjoying hearing rod playfully mock the oz of my double barrel last name each month as he sends a shout out to the TVGWT patrons on uh, saturday for a minute now and sister cares please for reviews and the offering basket have finally melted my cold indifferent heart Aww. so here i go and yes right i'm leaving this review from china i know you said not to but if they come for me so be it i think I'm, <laughs> <laughs> i think i'm going through I think I'm going. I think I'm good though. As aside from blocking my access to your show for about a solid week after you issue the episode entitled "Chinese for Dinner," they <laughs> said.
0: <laughs> oh, they blocked up.
1: They seem to have determined TVGWT is not a subversive threat to the state, and are letting <laughs> your show. I gotta be careful with these titles. Uh, letting no. your show th- through on a pretty uh, much daily basis. Now we don't
2: want no problems with uh, uh, uh what is it? Uh, the dude over there going, hey, I don't like what y'all said. Right,
1: though. Though when I first arrived, it did appear that they were screening each episode first and then they would not only that would not only cause delays but weird hiccups and tracking issues and the content eventually received i love your show and have carried it with me from london to beijing so it's really on to, on me to have, uh, gotten this in sooner under safe conditions. I've enjoyed TBGWT since I found you from searching for black podcasts on iTunes. I started listening in London just before completing my probationary period at what was an awesome new job in the heart of the city. And let me tell you, it's a good thing I hadn't found you too sooner because there are only so many snorts of laughter you could pass off as coughs. Earbuds, ah! buzz going in a bit more after uh often than some might deem professional to catch an full of that sweet sweet daily dose of tbgwt as mentioned i'm in china's capital city now and while my sweet london career is behind me or on pause at the moment as i settle uh here with my husband who's an expat contract in his country beijing's office for a few years and wait for baby number two oh tbgwt is definitely staying in my full, full rotation <clears throat> so please enjoy these 40 ounces of love from red uh commie china uh love it here so far a very interesting country p.s if you and karen are ever interested in taking a trip to china i'd be happy to put you up in our guest
2: room oh man oh thank you y'all gonna make us have to travel
1: y'all so nice i
2: know thank you man, I, baby number two probably been born by now and i right? hope baby number two is precious
1: hmm uh so good five stars uh that guy Fizz said uh, this is from 2014 an amazing podcast that i've been listening to for a good few years now i was put on the tbgwt after Rod made an appearance on the evening jones rod and karen do an excellent job seamlessly transition from talking about body food cookies to discussing current social <laughs> justice social political issues a lot of shit <clears throat> they have also introduced me to a plethora of other great podcasts such as insanity report where my where's my 40 acres uh and westmore for the is keep up the good work where uh Karen and once I get my money right, I'm going premium for show.
2: Thank you. Uh
1: highly recommended by Juna Um this is from November ninth, twenty fourteen. Um tbgwt popped up randomly on my stitcher feed and i was instantly hooked the hosts are unflinchingly honest insightful and frequently hilarious i'm a white guy from england this show has made me think about a lot of issues that have never troubled me in my bubble i've been truly it's been truly eye-opening and this is wakanda segment is one of the funniest things i heard this year <laughs> thank you thank you they say what you're thinking from Learn traveler 20 uh september 26 2014 um been listening to Rod and Can for a few years they are hilarious crazy and down to earth at least uh once an episode you'll find yourself laughing and wiping away tears and, and on top of that they are charming and professional one minute and trill as all get out the next uh so, some of the best parts of the show are when rod and karen laugh at each other's jokes the equally hilarious guest visits and the wonderful games if you listen live join the chat room it's a must TVGWt is where it's at thank you anton this is from december 21st 2013
2: it's so much love <laughs> out there, baby. I'm glad, glad you found a way to go back and get them. Right? I know some people probably gave up. <laughs> right? They're like, I
1: ain't never read my shit. Yeah, a lot
2: of people, y'all, was lost. Some people gonna get the shock of their life. They're like, I left that five years ago, but baby, we fight. Today is your day. Yeah,
1: I hope you're still listening. And me too. Anton says five stars by uh, uh, Anton S. Five stars. Anton S. Is the title. Five stars is a review, and a, the account on iTunes is Fight TV um listen to this all the way from London. this podcast one of my fave things to listen to every episode is quality and karen absolutely kills me every time keep up the good stuff you guys thank you thank you you. um let's see who else uh consistently good by hermit underscore ish from uk love this podcast i've yet to be disappointed disappointed by episode always amusing and interesting by turns they have a varied array of guests that allows them to, to raise different issues for discussion also love the review of the Ratchet Read Crazy and oh Ratchet Read Crazy uh, and funny recent news stories. I wouldn't I would be lost without them in my rotation during the daily commute to keep me awake behind the wheel. I'd encourage everyone to give a show the show a listen. Thank you.
2: Thank you.
1: Brilliant podcast by Mike Fifty Five in London. Oh wait, I think I know. I think we've done Mike. I
2: think we did Mike's too. Yeah,
1: we know Mike, man. Mike in London.
2: Yeah, he good people.
1: Yeah. Um, who else we got? And that's it. All right, that's everything. Canada got forty, but I I'm I'm like ninety nine percent sure we read every Canadian review. I think um, we
2: have.
1: So we can get into uh we can get into the comments you guys left on the show. Yeah, um just
2: in case I'm having technical difficulties. What
1: you having technical difficulties?
2: Yeah, with my screen for some but you oh, know okay. you gonna have bounces, we need to fix that.
1: You refreshing or whatever?
2: Yeah.
1: Or oh, whatever. Um Alright, cool. Well, while you're doing that i'll get into uh our podcast episodes for this week of course we have episodes uh starting with your feedback on uh episode uh 1533 which was international podcast giveaway um where we gave away a lot of a lot of stuff from like loot crate and stuff um you know uh, a lot of people were a little bit um disappointed later on uh on Twitter and social media because they didn't watch the show live that day. So mm-hmm. they end up missing us uh giving away a bunch of stuff. Mm-hmm. um Which, you know, that's yeah, sad. That's you know,
2: it pays to be in the chat room.
1: Yeah, we, but we want to, you know, feedback show. Like, if y'all notice when we do these giveaways, it's almost always on a feedback show. Because um, I think feedback shows really for the real fans, man. I understand people might be busy on a Saturday or something, but, right. you know, people that make time on a Saturday when we really don't keep a schedule like
2: yeah we might shit might be at
1: 10 might be at 11 might be in the afternoon mm-hmm. might be late at night like mm-hmm. <clears throat> those people that show up for that man we really do want to show our gratitude to them because that's what keeps us going our feedback show every week is the least listened to show mm-hmm. of the week cuz you know um it's the audience's show so correct four shows my guess is four shows a week people like hearing what karen and i have to say about things nothing wrong with that but then there's one show a week where we hear what y'all have to think about what we said and we have a little conversation on the saturday and maybe people don't find that it's interesting to hear what the audience has to say or maybe they just right. don't have the time I, I you know there's tons of podcasts out there. i get it but i feel like the people that show up on saturday are just like true 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 tried and true fans like they they really stick with us and they really keep it going you know mm-hmm. so that's why we give away stuff on Saturdays when we normally do a giveaway um all right so we got 5 comments uh sim Simmer says america isn't smart enough to impeach this dangerous fool so we'll probably get four more terrifying years i think so too Mm -hmm. uh sim sim also says why was it so much fun listening to the giveaway sunday morning i felt like i won being reminded of some of my 90s fave as yet nicole y'all are the best thank you thank you d Ramsey ph dunn says love the outcast music this am five stars yeah i started uh before like if you come watch the chat live uh for normally a, around 30, 30 minutes. minutes depending on how long it takes karen to get in here um i just play music and 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 get my articles ready and all that stuff and then she'll come in and, and it will start and i yeah like that some days i'll just be like i, I feel like listening to Outkast today this morning i feel like listening to scissors control album like it just varies there's no rhyme or reason to it mm whitley f brooks says fun fact the first song my aunt remembers me singing was last night by as yet i knew all the words i was four lol yo (laughs) let me tell you something last night is such a dirty song to Mm me but the way they sing it they sing it like um it's uh it's
2: covered up man they
1: sing it like it's almost like a gospel song or something like Mm -hmm. like like you know but it's last night uh i was inside of you and shit like uh i don't know if the kids should be the the you know while making love to you you know Mm -hmm. that's why a
2: lot of times which is i don't understand this but on most stations that like your top r&b stations they'll play that but won't play rap songs but mm y'all do know sometimes the, the content is the same very sexually uh charred songs mm-hmm. but because somebody's singing it of a melody and a beat and it's four of them and somebody's rapping them all of a sudden you can't play the rap version
1: yeah that i saw the sun the moon the mountains and the rivers i saw heaven when i made sweet love to you like that's just an orgasm come on anyway um at four years old that's hilarious I, Tasha Nicole says, Oh my God, listening to this giveaway was so much fun. That is just what I needed to get a boost, uh, to my mood. You guys are awesome. And I say that with a clap in between each word. Three snaps, a broke wrist, and five stars falling from the sky. Thank you, Atosh and Nicole. Thank you. That's the other thing. If you weren't here, maybe get your life through the uh, mm-hmm. through the through the through, through the replay. You know, Having
2: flashbacks, name of the songs.
1: Yeah, we had fun, man. We'll definitely do it again. I, I
2: went back and listened to it. It was it was really fun going back and listening to it.
1: Yeah. So, um, and then uh, we had uh, the poll, which no comments, but the poll was: Do you think Trump will be reelected? Mm-hmm. Yes, no, or he'll be impeached way before that. Fifteen percent of y'all think he will be impeached. Mm-mm i'm telling y'all now man watching that nixon doc watching that vietnam documentary on how they because nixon didn't get impeached he resigned i believe correct watching that nixon documentary y'all the amount of fuck up you have to do to get impeached and the amount of criminal um just involvement that it would take like it's a lot man it's a lot i don't and i don't think trump has the Shame that would make him do what Nixon did, no, which he resigned. He's not going to resign.
2: Gonna resign.
1: Uh, anyway, 42.5% said no, and 42.5% said yes. he'll So that's 50 50. He'll be reelected.
2: Yeah, we got him for eight years, y'all.
1: Yeah, and our audience is pretty fucking to the left, I'd imagine. And uh, very pro black and shit, and they're still like, man, shit, can't call it. Um,. 1530
2: it ain't because of us because white folks is unpredictable and odds are racism is alive and well and they're gonna vote for racism
1: mm-hmm. uh is he gonna still be racist
2: in 2020
1: uh yes okay the yes then <laughs> 1534 slut canes um was the episode we had talked about ambrose slut walk and mm-hmm. hugh hefner dying and shit anonymous right saying you're right about hugh hefner but i think elaborating a bit on the complexities of exactly who this guy was what he represented was summed up well in this article broadly vice uh, um, broadly okay it's called playboy campaign for abortion rights while railing against women um yeah it's long i'm not gonna read it all uh sorry it's so long but it really does paint a broader picture no pun intended on how on how he was for Ah! women's rights until feminists started pointing out where he could do better yeah i you know it's that thing where i think there's some positive things that came out of hugh hefner's um regime if that's a way to call it like there's some but i don't think they were intended um thing i don't think they were necessarily purposeful things i think um ultimately man and and i don't know i just think it's creepy i don't really have i don't like the legality of it the morality of it i don't really know what to say i mean an 18 year old woman can decide if she wants to fuck some dude some old man for it and be taken care of i mean it's basically sex work you know so if that's a thing i gotta go tickle this old niggas balls once a night so i can continue having a daily one thousand dollar clothing allowance and uh living in a lavish m- mansion and all that if that's the thing that these girls want to do i mean it's not up to me to decide that they can't do that you know i think right. i can still think it's creepy on his part as a grown-ass adult you know fucking 91 year old man still trafficking in that shit i found it kind of weird i think to a certain extent his life was uh the blueprint for a lot of um womanizing type of men like uh i don't think it's hard it's difficult for me to listen to arguments of how influential he is when you know for a fact his lifestyle is about women as commodities it's not about right. women as
2: as, as as equal human e- beings yeah he literally wouldn't fight for their quote-unquote rights his thing was like i want them to be able to do whatever they want to do so that i can continue to do what i want to do so like you said it was one of those things where it quote-unquote happenstance that it quote-unquote was a positive thing for women but his thing was not really fighting. His whole sole purpose was not fighting for the rights of women. It's like, right. hey, if you can do what you want to do, I can continue to do what I want to do.
1: Yeah, like I can see, um, you know, like look, like look at the way people feel about Amber Rose and the Slut March and the, and the women that do the Slut Walk, and how much and how different it is how those people view um, how they view Hefner. I tell that says a lot about to me what's truly um what's truly a strike at the at the balance of power and what's not you know what's really revolutionary and what's not you know what i mean like women taking their own sexuality and being like look at me i'm a badass motherfucker and uh also just because i just like this doesn't mean i I, you can't respect me it doesn't mean i don't have rights it doesn't mean it's okay to rape me it does no like that that's more revolutionary to me than uh hugh hefner and you can tell because of how people view it like people don't view hugh hefner as oh my like if you know what if he was truly that revolutionary people wouldn't fuck with him but he was on tv just not that long ago with a fucking house full of blonde chicks that everybody knew had to fuck him every night like and and people looked at it like it was adorable you know so i don't know that he's so counterculture anyway yeah
2: hey, you bob a good point and that's a fact if you are very revolutionary white america ain't gonna fuck with you like if you yeah. like like if you're really trying to break chains uh, if he was truly about women's rights, i'm not right. i'm not talking about he didn't
1: talk you know what if he was about women's rights why didn't he talk about when bill Cosby got accused of rape in his motherfucking mansion hey,
2: crickets
1: he got real quiet disappeared and that was it you know uh so in the chat brought up that he was accused of supplying him with some of those Quaaludes. You know, but we know for sure that one of the attacks happened in his mansion with a girl that he just disappeared, and the next thing you know, she woke up and Bill Cosby was 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 jacking off at her feet or some shit. Like we and the, and the girl was a, she wasn't she was like seventeen or something.
2: Yeah, she wasn't even be video, right?
1: Like so, um, I I don't know, man. I it, I understand that it's complicated, and I, and I, uh you know, I'm gonna do what I do when I don't know all the ins and outs, and just say I don't know because I I don't have a clear cut and drop thing i've heard that he was abusive i haven't read the actual accounts of abuse i've just heard that in uh one of the women that was a playboy bunny a while ago wrote a book and was talking about him being uh, abusive and stuff and i I don't i don't know i don't don't see i just thought it was weird to see so many people lionizing him as a hero when i was like well if you're really about that life wouldn't a lot of the stuff he did also be kind of bullshit you know but you know I don't think he was revolutionizing gender dynamics or or what maybe what he did was was then undercut by his personal like maybe what his magazine was supposed to have done which apparently started off of uh, leaked photos of Marilyn Monroe or some shit like that weren't supposed to be published and then um and then obviously uh later he re- he rejected the vanessa williams thing so maybe he learned that lesson over time but um it's just weird i just don't see him as this cut and dry positive figure and i just thought a lot of people that are celebrating him were more like this motherfucking pimp than than actual like
2: right. that's what the celebration this civil is. rights
1: hero you know what i mean um but but i mean also like i said if some positive things came from the fact that he was like i want to fuck 18 year olds forever for the rest of my life and he actually was able to like contribute to the sexual revolution and and uh the freeing of women and owning of their own images and shit if um if that's a thing that's a byproduct of no, th- right. i mean i guess that's a better than it's kind of like a lot of shit in this country where it's like lincoln ain't really want to free the slaves but he wanted to win the war you know it's like yeah i don't exactly look at and like a fucking hero but yes i am glad he wrote the emancipation proclamation even if you know that shit didn't really say what people think it said you know all right uh tiffany says thank you would you believe i had to get in some clear people's asses about our experiences with war and the after effects just this past weekend of course they were talking about football and disrespecting the flag and i told them they have nothing to do with each other i told them just say you don't care about this cause and what kaepernick was actually taking a knee for because i guarantee your ass wasn't saying this shit when jj was raising all that money for harvey victims and using his platform or celebrity to shed light on blah 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 crickets then they tried to say who wants a football player as their kids role model and of course the first names they threw out there were odell ray rice and mike vick i chimed in and said don't forget about ben rapeless or the new york kicker that was yeah josh brown that was beating up his wife crickets again finally they brought up how they were disrespecting the flag and the veterans and i came unglued i told him my grandfather fought in the korean war and had seven children not one of them or any of his grandchildren joined the military he was a proud vet but always told us the white man's army was no place for us and to finish them off i asked who do you think my granddaddy was treated uh how do you think my granddaddy was treated when he returned to alabama from the war come on crickets yet again and you could have heard a mosquito break wind and to break the silence i told them he was treated like shit i get so sick and tired of clear people trying to tell us how we should feel about something they know absolutely nothing about shut the fuck up sometimes and listen i digress over here pounding on this keyboard at work and waiting on somebody to say something about it y'all have a good one smiley face
2: you know her keyboard was like "Ooh, you finna try try. better Better than than me me. Ooh, Ooh, bitch it ain't me
1: caps caps caps.
2: yes that's what her keyboard is sound like
1: listen see i just clicking away um yeah that's 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 hilarious um and yeah man it's funny because um one of the reasons black people don't fuck with patriotism is the erasure of the black experience through patriotism come on it's a catch-22 right when
2: you said god bless america and i'm proud to be an american you erase niggas you erase native americans you erase uh uh uh, uh asian descent people Who are
0: you
2: sorry that's what your keyboard sound like when you was at your desk that's that's what that's that's what they heard <laughs> across the office
1: yeah that's terrible man Honestly, that's just right,
2: terrible. right, and then once you really challenge them, because that's the thing. I think a lot of uh, uh, white folks are used to watch
1: just, how I, much evil. I didn't tell. We call it crime. Watch how much crime picks up if you take away our game. What do you tell there? There's nothing else to do, sir. <laughs> I didn't even mean to play that audio, guys. But but that literally is a great. That goes right along with Yay. your point about NFL role models. Yeah. You know what's funny? They'll look at Ray Lewis now as a role model because he against the flagship, you know, and he fought and he talks about black on black crime. What about black on black crime? Like they'll do that, but yet it, Kaepernick is wrong. You know what I mean? I'm sorry, I didn't even cut
2: you off, Karen. <laughs> no, no, no. You talking about the Patriot Patriotism? And I was excuse me, excuse me, talking about. Now, uh, yeah, when people bring that up and people use certain words and phrases, we automatically know we're not included. And then they were like, why don't you love the country? I love the country too, but I know the country's full of bullshit. You love the country and you don't want to point out the bullshit. And you act like I'm wrong for saying that this country is fucked up.
1: Right. Um, it's, and it's funny too because, um, you at work. Right. Like that's supposed to be a place where everybody goes to get their shit done. And, and, and you're just there to get a check, and
0: ah, damn
2: it.
1: it turns out. You give this. me the goddamn respect, you would damn well want yourself, or I will kick your black
2: ass! You are suspended, sir.
1: As it right now! Get out! Ah. Right. You don't want to be at work like that. Type it on your keyboard, waiting for them to come over and say it. You know? Like,
2: right! And, and what's what, so what's, what <laughs> fucked up is that even in this... That, white folks is the reason why we had these goddamn meetings that everybody has to go to watch some 1970 1980 videos because they never fucking update them talking about don't talk about religion don't talk about sex don't talk about sexuality don't bring up gender orientation everybody else follows them fucking rules but the white folks mm-hmm. and y'all cause the problem and the second somebody says something like black lives matter you fucking haul off the human resources wanting to get people fired but I had to sit here and deal with your goddamn bullshit all day
1: yeah I like um and the thing is, it's the unspoken part of patriotism, but we, but we all know it. Um, and this is why I say racism is so insidious: is that it's not act, it's not an active thing for most people. Um, like most isms and, and privileges and shit, it's not an active thing. White people don't even know that they have erased us from the patriotism experience Mm-mm. until you point it out, and even then, their first thing is to reject it so if you go listen you think about patriotic songs it's white people it's country music it's these fucking stars and stripes band, big band things it's you know it's it's literally it's literally a national anthem um or a um where, where every black person winches when we hear uh not national anthem. it's a pledge of allegiance where we all went we all wince when they talk about freedom in the land of the free and shit we're like Mm, for everybody was that you know how long y'all been saying this um when we think about uh the 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 national anthem where you you can't say the second or third verse you know because then you get to the racist shit you know like they white people refuse to acknowledge that we don't want to stand up under this this country's banners of patriotism because they become they become Bludgeons. They, they've they've they tried to silence us with patriotism,
2: right? Like
1: you can't cri- be critical about the the flaws of America and your experience here without being called, you know, unpatriotic. And yet, at the same time, white people's complaints get to be get to be la- like they have a presidential they have a president that literally made his bones by complaining about America right that's exactly what he's done he doesn't love he doesn't talk about loving this country he doesn't have to because when you're white you don't have any obligation you're considered a patriot by the nature of you being white because that's what patriotism is and uh jl covan had a great episode two weeks ago on the righteous prick called um Righteous prick podcast called uh patriotism is a new white and it's a great listen man um because it, it's the truth um, I mean, I feel like Black people have always known this, but it's become more and more evident through these flag protest things that they don't see it as Americans exercising their American rights. Mm-mm. They see it as Black people being ungrateful for the for the country that allows you to exist, because they feel like we are not owed an existence. We're not owed jobs. We're not owed equal wages for what we do. You know, they never say that about the owners they don't say we we pay your salary they don't say shit like that we, they don't say you should just be grateful you're able to own a team that plays a game no they, they tip right past those white men and get to the black people on the field and then they go you ungrateful you play a game i pay your salary bullshit so mm. uh but yeah sorry that had to happen at work uh kung fu is right like saying uh sup y'all I can't remember if it was this episode of last week where y'all talked about JT Justin Timberlake I really need to stop drinking but I too still (laughs) jam to the Justify album the only thing I hate about the JT convo is with a lot of other things that centers around how black women fit that centers around how black women feels the why y'all mad get over it crowd is never late to tell black women to shut up about something come on they showed up when oh you sweet soul gate happened to shame black women daring to not just get over the white man leaving a black woman out to dry to be shamed dragged and banned this uh the, from the super bowl for something that really was his fault yes in the long game janet is fine but if black women choose to still be like fuck that nigga for what for that it's not gonna make you like what goes around any less so as great as the philosopher jay-z as a great philosopher jay-z once said it costs you nothing pay me no mind uh sorry for the long post but always keep up the good work and ride we gotta get you back on ratchet rambling soon love and hip-hop is winding down dog it is yeah start seeing ads for love and hip-hop new york which you know that's how they do they Mm-hmm. Go, go 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 from one coast to the other. I ain't no off season with that shit. No off season. Uh, but yeah, I agree, man. I, I just, honestly, man, I, I don't even be mad at the initial thing of stuff. Any like I, it's it's funny, honestly, to me how little anger I have about certain shit because I expect it so. I, I the bar so low like I didn't get mad when Cam Newton said that female shit. I would venture to say most people, even women, even black women, didn't get that mad for it. It's like, Cam, come on, man. Right. Like that's fucked up, dawg. You need to apologize. That's that's yeah. the, that was it. That's the initial feeling. And
2: then he doubled down, that's when yeah. everybody got e- mad. You
1: know what? Even with the double down, I would say let's like say you had a 0 to 10 for your emotion scale. Mhm. My 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 Guess okay i can't speak for everybody even hardcore women that love the nfl when he said that female shit it was probably like about a two Was it's like this motherfucker man you need to apologize right what the fuck you don't you don't know that's wrong and this and and one of the reasons is because black men say that shit so much and it is such a struggle and people are trying to get that shit out of our vocabulary and honestly um a lot of resistance to it makes no sense because if someone tells you they don't want to be called something i don't understand what the fucking disconnect would be right just out of the decency of human being of being a human being you would be like nah and i know that we understand it because when white people use racial slurs and shit black people all the time be like no don't say don't call me that And, and we're like it should just fuck being racist it should be enough that i told you don't call me that Right, like thug or boy, or like I'm not even talking nigger. I'm just talking things that we know are placeholders for racial slurs. Right? Um, we're like, stop calling people that. Yeah. Well, I mean, he is a thug. I mean, look how he plays basketball, and we immediately go racist white person. So when we call women females, they immediately go sexist black man, sexist man. Then you know. So so I think the initial infraction, and including the off the record double down to her still somewhere between 0 and two, zero and 4 like just very low then there's the wave after wave of people defending the dude and telling everybody they're overreacting
2: and that's where the argument
1: comes keep in mind you're telling people that they're overreacting explain to me what their reaction was cause their reaction was he shouldn't have said that and he should apologize oh y'all overreacting I don't want him suspended I don't want his job yeah, those things were never I said, right? Like, uh he lost uh, a renewal of a sponsorship, not a sponsorship. He lost a renewal of a sponsorship for a yogurt company. Yogurt is a top ten industry for women purchasers. So Come on. we purchase what the, the fuck hell out of. They it. gonna have this nigga on the ad next week. Like, get in ladies, females. Like, you, that's is just bad business to do it. People got mad at that. Honestly, I mean, they were comparing him to Emmett Till.
2: That's not the same. Which is
1: a thing that we do now when a black man does some shit to a white woman and a white woman gets upset. We do the, it's the same as Emmett Till thing. Emmett Till was a little black boy that didn't do anything wrong that ended up dead. Right. Beaten uh by, because a lying ass white woman accused him of something he didn't do and white men killed him. How fucking dare you? How fucking dare you? desecrate like maybe everybody got to go to the black museum and, right. and, 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 see, and see the it. fucking display themselves see so they can be like that's a ridiculous fucking thing to say when they did it for Levar ball it was just as fucking ridiculous now look these you don't have to fucking agree or whatever with um you don't have to side with uh these white women or whatever because i understand these white women ain't perfect and not everybody fucking with them i blah, 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 blah. get it but what we don't need to do is then turn around and act like these fucking grown ass black men are just some victims of the white, the white man coming after them when they do fucked up shit. Just cause you black doesn't mean I gotta defend you when you fuck up. Right! And don't do the same, and don't do it for me. I don't want it. You know, if I'm wrong on some shit, I'd rather correct myself and come better. I'd rather get, be improved as a person than to just come out here and be fucking wrong and loud and vocal and all the people that just like me, even though they know I'm wrong, just running around talking about, yeah, don't make don't do that, you know? Like I've seen it and and like I said, Cam's comments, I mean, have you heard Cam's press conferences? I'm not that fucking blown like I was like, okay, oh, okay, Cam, come on, man. That's it. That's the level of emotion I have towards Cam Newton. You know? Uh but once you see all these people defending him throwing out race going through her tweets talking about she uh said some racist shit uh three four years ago when she was 22 which hey cool um fry her ass too fine i don't have no loyalty i don't know i never heard of this woman before but what i do know is she can still be a victim of sexism at work while also having said some racist shit three years ago I, I mean are we not allowed to to be bold exist in the world where two things are, are happening at the same time like she what what the worst part is she apologized for her tweets before cam even apologized for his remarks that's so ridiculous to me like it should have been a no-brainer media apology you know how you should have known cam should apologize right away because everybody was apologizing or disavowing his comments immediately the nfl which is like sexism central. The fucking, uh, you know, his sponsors, Gatorade, Danon, the Panthers. Like, everyone's releasing statements because they know he was wrong. And now, and then people try to turn it into it's just because he a black man. You know what? You want to know what? There's this fine line between race, it, there's this fine line between just because you a black man and why black men are always the ones doing the stupid shit? And that shit frustrates me because we end up being the last on a lot of these issues even though we're in the public spotlight you know the reason they don't go after white quarterbacks for saying stuff like this because none of them would have fucking said it correct i don't know when this fucking happened but the white men got the motherfucking uh the memo of yeah don't be no like and maybe it's because white men have had to deal with integration much longer than us and they've had all the lessons of being sued and shit uh but it's not like they don't get fried or fuck up or do bad shit they do fucked up shit all the time but then they get in the press conference and know how to talk it's not like they better people fucking brett Favre sending his dick to women and shit like they not better people than than, than these black men they just know how to sell it better you know skip bayless is never gonna get on tv and fuck up this way you know he just won't we call him controversial. We we don't never have a scandal around him like we had with Stephen A. Smith talking about never. Janae Rice. Never. You know, Shannon Sharp, who was super woke on all things race, was on TV blowing it Friday talking about this. It ain't a big deal. And I could see if he called it a B word. And I'm like, why why can't we pick this lesson up? What What is it within us that even though we're in a public spotlight where we see all our peers are not talking like this come on we refuse to let this go i don't understand and it's fucking embarrassing to me as a black man you know i don't understand i wish I, i don't i don't even get in the defenses of it you know uh black sports online spending all day uh putting up article after article over her racist tweets and shit but yet not talking about cams comments and admonishing it with the same level of uh intensity you know the whole like well y'all should be on her racism as much as you are on his sexism like that thing where it's like deflect 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 like let's not talk about this i don't know it's just weird like i have to defend a black man if it's a black man versus a white woman thing and i think a lot of people had that instinct but my question is can a black man be wrong can can a
2: black woman show can for everything that she does even goddamn existing
1: because y'all definitely flip on jamel hill every other week ain't nothing for y'all to let jamel hill go ain't nothing she went from hero for trump to she retweeted out that article from very, very smart brothers fuck her just that fast out of everybody's avatars so i don't know man it's, it's super frustrating man as a black man to, to be in the middle of this kind of shit and see how people talk or whatever um anyway uh miko says i hope that bar owner that put that lynch and kaepernick jerseys together never turns a profit he's garbage and his patrons probably took looked like garbage pale kids remember those <laughs> anyways his voice was so annoying that i went to Yelp so i could look up his bar so i could call and yell at him for being a racist and then hung up childish yes but <laughs> but i feel like it would be uh i would also be sim be, it would also be semi-sati- semi-satisfying anyway i was deterred by the fact that his place already had a bunch of bad reviews by people calling him racist and calling him awful already i just smiled as i looked at it and forgot about getting the number or anything obviously the only thing the bad reviews the overall low star rating didn't don't stop him from being a racist asshole but i do hope it stops people that have never been there from going because they don't want to be associated with that bs lastly i hate how sympathetic it seems the news report was to them they basically did a story on how this bar just wants to honor vets and now they're being called racist because of a simple racist mistake whack i feel like missouri is a lost cause and ever since ferguson and black lives matter lots of trash stories come out of missouri they're like the florida of the midwest oops i rambled thanks for reading and have a great day y'all thank you thank you yeah and also um it's funny because that dude his freedom of speech argument uh for being a racist is always received way more than the freedom of speech argument for like kaepernick or for black people talking about race and shit like we all this country always extending that freedom of speech defense for malo right that kind of shit uh jay matori says i love your impromptu review of the vietnam war 10 hour analysis 18 hour actually of america's uh one of america's greatest failures by the same guy who made the civil war complete with a soundtrack by trent reznor and atticus ross Shit, i was in the bag from the for this from a mile away and i wasn't disappointed i'm a closet can burn stand i know there are some documentary buffs out there who want him canceled see the world war ii controversy but to me he's the only white filmmaker who consistently takes black white relations seriously. His two best films unforgivable blackness about jack johnson and the og the og activist actorly and the central park five whose villain has become the potus could be couldn't be more relevant today yeah i saw the central park five one
2: that was was good wasn't it yeah yeah but yeah yeah they don't like him because he out here he's spitting the truth he's not trying to spin it he was like look these artifacts make your own decision and they're like fuck you
1: right Um, Lama Lama Tan says, I appreciate this episode. My stepmother, who is the only mother I ever had, is Vietnamese. Her family was refugees of the Vietnam War. She was almost two and her sister was about a year old when they came over on a boat. So many boats didn't make it because they capsized or were attacked. Yeah. Yeah, when they talk about the fleeing of Vietnam in the last couple episodes of that documentary, Mm -hmm. um, they talk about like people loading up barges basically to float out to sea and the barges being so full that they would often either capsize or sink in the middle of the ocean and everybody died.
0: Woo! Yeah,
1: but you really have a choice, and America fucked up the the leaving so bad with some of the stuff. They had this embassy, like, and they had this ambassador that was, like, super hardcore. His son had died in the Vietnam War, and he was one of those old school, like, we must do our duty to the last second. And uh, he waited so late to evacuate that – they weren't even able to burn all of the uh, classified documents that um, that they were supposed to burn um, to protect their interests in South Vietnam. So when the Viet Cong took the uh, the North Vietnamese took the uh, embassy, they basically had a list of all the co-conspirators uh, that were South Vietnamese that helped America. So uh-huh. they just went through family by family, killing people, killing their families like it just gave him a list of people to hunt down and kill you know
2: wow
1: yeah um it, it was what just, a
2: dumbass.
1: yeah it was just wild man it was it was super wild and calls this is, all
2: those people their lives huh he calls all those people their lives yes yeah.
1: um and it was after um and the thing is it was after we declared the war over but it wasn't over like that war went on like I want to say like another two or three years because basically we said it was over which means america was pulling out which meant basically south, south vietnamese was going to die they couldn't win the war without us um and uh we left some equipment and shit over there but it just wasn't the same um and we weren't doing bombing anymore uh, all that shit so once america pulled out north vietnam vietnam waited a little bit did some attacks didn't get any retaliation from american bombs and shit because they weren't sure about it, because America had been lying about bombing for a long time, being like, we're out, we don't have any interest over there, then bomb, 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 so uh, once they ha- didn't get bombed, they just start killing motherfuckers, fucking up villages, all that shit, you know, in towns where they had like, um, they would have uh, certain people that were um, um, like, communist sympathizers, or underground communist government and shit, if if they had an uprising and it didn't go successfully or something they and they all had blown their covers they killed the civilians because it was like we don't need anybody to know which of us was a secret Viet Cong the whole time so it was like they had a mass grave of like 495 bodies or something men Ooh. women and children like it's just it's crazy the savagery and the brutality of that war hey, you want
2: people to fucking forget never
1: yeah but it's like i said some of the broader strokes of it you know the way that people talk about nixon compared to how he actually was received remind me a lot of trump you know reminds me a lot of today mm-hmm. i think a lot of people are gonna look back in shame on this era of our country and be like i don't know he was so unpopular no one liked him it's gonna be like nah the people the, a lot of people liked him that was the problem a
2: lot of people loved him that was the problem and just like then now people a lot of people have died and will continue to die underneath this president
1: right um so Lama llama time says uh da, da, okay yeah i thought about my mama the whole time you guys are talking about the v the documentary and how her fate could have been different the effects of the vietnam war are still so tangible in vietnam america deployed agent orange and people are still born with horrible birth defects because of agent orange and landmines still kill people yep Yep, I was thinking about that. Oh,
2: hidden ones that people just, you just do know they're there.
1: You landmine that area, I mean, then what happens when you want to go live there again? You know? where? where you know, who's going to go get these landmines and unlock, you know, like, just some kid playing or some shit? And just blow up. Yeah, bombs that weren't detonated, that just, like, they hit the earth, but they didn't blow up. You know, shit like that. Ooh uh the kent university massacre always blows my mind i researched it during university i was so fucked up america's just amazingly fucked up you yep. know um and i guess i forgot to put a poll with this one so no poll let's go to <laughs> the next one which is chicken csi no comments but we did have a poll um and it was um uh oh we got two comments it was do you think any actions will be taken um. Uh. On gun control after the latest incident. No. Ninety four point four four percent. So basically, ninety five percent of our audience says no. Nothing's gonna change. Four percent says yes, and two percent say maybe. Um. Now that I've heard that they're thinking about banning those stocks or whatever that makes your weapon automatic, like the thing that can take a semi-automatic weapon, you put it on there, and then it makes your weapon an automatic weapon. So it's sprays like a machine gun. Um, that's the big thing. I bet they won't even finish that.
2: They, they just putting that on the table for now, but it'll mm-hmm. never come. They'll never vote on it.
1: Mm-hmm. Or just if they do, public will will by that time it'll we'll have it We'll be a couple months away from these people dying.
2: And they purposely people won't feet. care as much. Yeah, right.
1: and then they'll let it go. American public won't. They won't go to the polls and get these people out of office. None of that will happen uh tanya g says no two classrooms of children mostly white were killed and we said now nah, guns are more important i'm at a point where i just don't think anything will make us regulate guns the nra wants people to have as many guns and bullets as possible and paranoid biggest think they have to get ready for the revolution the world we are passing on our children gets worse at every time
2: right i think i seen. that i forgot who did the article they did they did an article and they said like three percent of the country owns most of the guns mm-hmm. and they said like For most people, the average person in that 3% has like 17 guns. Average. So Mm -hmm. a lot of them have a lot more. And, you know, there's variations of, you know, people outside of that group that have guns. Mm -hmm. But that goes to show you that it's a very small percentage that got a lot of guns. Y'all, people underestimate, militias are real. Like, and they out here in the middle of two buck two, no fucking wear, and these country fields and shit like that. Like, yeah, that shit is real.
1: And that's probably legal registered guns, though.
2: Right, right. It's not the not legal one. But, yeah, these are the ones that are registered, yes.
1: Yeah, so who knows how you even track, I mean, because... They don't see the thing is we don't know that much about guns and gun violence in our country because uh it it's an effort to make sure that we can't even study
2: it. No, the, the uh they have a, a law that doesn't allow the uh CDC To actually go in and study guns and how many people get shot and how many people get killed and how many people affected, and you know how the CDC comes and they be like, well, here's a measles outbreak, here's a smallpox outbreak, you know, here's a such and such outbreak. This is how you know that people in these fucking rich ass areas aren't vaccinating their kids because you have a fucking outbreak and they got to come in and investigate. Guns need to be done like this too, but they will never allow it because once they do, people will be like, oh shit, people are dying. Yes, they are, and they're dying. I ain't got a lot higher rates than you think.
1: Um, Bookler Shoebae says, hell to the no, if a bunch of white children can get killed and no charges are made, then nothing can really convince politicians and lobbyists that we need stricter gun control laws. Maybe if a group of black men killed a bunch of white children, but hell, they didn't do anything with the D.C. sniper. You know, I, that's... I." Yeah, the only thing they would do then is pass laws that keep black people from having guns. They did the same thing with the Black Panthers. Mm, Um, But overall... Black Panthers talked about arming yourself in self-defense, and then they passed a bunch of laws to ban guns directly where the Black Panthers lived. Right. Um, All right, let's see. We got uh, episode 1536, Get Wood with White News. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, we had Jess Wood on uh from the 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 get Wood podcast mm-hmm. uh had, had a good good time good conversation yes. catching up with an old friend man all right uh we got some comments koki negro says oh my god that segment on being an older woman with no kids i felt that brooklyn shoe says so enjoyed your podcast today with jess wood i'm going to have to check her podcast out and maybe stand up if she's ever in the new york area i had to laugh at the idea of people getting mad at jessica she was checking to see if any of her friends were hurting the las vegas shooting and their response was like there's no black people at no country music festival when i first heard about the shooting i wasn't sure what race the shooter was the mo was strictly angry white guy but then i thought maybe it was a black man or a terrorist because country music festival would be white gun enthusiasts i was a little shocked the first time around when i when it was a white shooter i said but these are your people does this make me a terrible person lol fuck it guess who's our president i can't possibly be as terrible as him thanks as always for getting the smile out of me even under bad circumstances sincerely brooklyn shubay P.S. i absolutely agree with the cbs executive she shouldn't have said it so publicly but i agree however when our leader can say the most horrific things like grabbing by the pussy and still get and keep a job is it fair for people to get fired for saying what they believe no matter how vile pause i don't believe that but i can see people making a case for it yeah y'all that to still get fired just because just because these be white bad. people ain't had no standards for president don't mean that I, I, i'm gonna need everybody to be gainfully employed while being a bigot but in, in her case she just really shouldn't say that out loud i don't right. even know what to say i you're a legal executive i <laughs> come on
2: and the whole thing is worse dog oh,
1: come on y'all come on man you can't even say that at target come on guys
2: right
1: that, i mean you i'm can't not say That
2: at mcdonald's
1: and it's right afterwards so people scrolling online looking for something to be mad about it's just it's not even worth it saying it um keep them
2: thoughts to yourself baby
1: she'll be fine probably because she i believe she's a white woman legal executive so she'll she'll pop up somewhere else she
2: will. nobody ever gets canceled
1: morning pittsburgh says dildo Daggins is the hobbit neck and back again Dildo Daggins in the Hobbit, neck and back again, Lauren in Pittsburgh. (laughs) Uh, 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 T says Hillary Clinton is absolutely the patron saint of white women. That's true. That's true. She, i I said a long time ago that she was their beyonce mm. and i don't think i don't think i'm sticking with that oh
2: shit oh, i don't think anything's changed yeah i don't
1: think Mm-mm. anything's changed by the way i'm not saying that out of shade i don't hate Mm-mm. i don't hate hillary or hate no. but but that is that you know but you know what that 53 percent i don't know maybe maybe i need to take it back maybe taylor swift is i don't know i have to think about this guys that's a
2: Controversial.
1: That's controversial now. I thought she was at the time, but then that fifty three percent, y'all. Now I don't feel too comfortable saying she the patron saying of white women. You know, I feel like a lot of white women just secretly didn't fuck with her, like or oh, they were happy with her being in a certain lane, but then she tried to step out of that lane into presidency, and they real feelings came out. You know, and then they still, then they were like, let's go march with the pussy hats and then pretend like this didn't happen. Uh, Justin wow. the cover that Justin says the cover that hey y'all was the worst I'm not a, as repulsed as others are with the covers but this was bad I love when y'all write in just to say that yeah. that's hilarious ah! Miss 1KO says most jobs are designed to beat the hopes and dreams out of people Queen Karen and not just that job life Pastor rod listen listen truer words truer words have never been spoken I'm typing this at work trying to hold on I sung that in the cadence of in Vogue <laughs> to a few millimeters of my soul that is the struggle i had to take a smoke coffee internet break the cosign and say how life and try and work try to hold you down and cause anxiety and depression Kindness is miss one ko thank you mm-hmm. d Ramsey says jess is invited to all the cookouts homegoings and other celebrations
0: <laughs> now listen
1: guys okay do not write us when she says something problematic in three years and be like y'all let her come to the cookout well, number one i'm not going to the cookout so i'm inviting a whole lot of white people and not going because i'm oh, staying Lord. home so, so i don't think
2: i worry about jess uh
1: number two uh number two uh this is d Ramsey ph dunn and invited jess to the cookout i know some of y'all get really uptight about the hypothetical cookout so uh-huh.
0: y'all,
1: when y'all have the imaginary cookout that's never supposed to happen y'all be mad at ph the ph dunn okay EVE says the title Dame is granted by the Queen to a woman who is awarded the Dame Commander of the Most Excellent Order, or DBE, which is basically the equivalent of a man being knighted. That's the KBE. It's basically an honorific title that says you've been given the highest honor by the Queen. A notable American Dame who has been granted the honor is Angelina Jolie, who can call herself Dame Angelina if she wanted to. I don't know why. I don't know why I know this. Maybe because I like mayo and cheese. I know this stuff by osmosis. Mm. Did not know that.
2: Thank you for informing us.
1: And who did y'all side with on the white woman beef, Ken Cattrall or Sarah Jessica Parker? 79% said Kim Cattrall so that means only 21% think Sarah Jessica Parker was in the right mm. so I guess we don't think Kim is a diva then Mm-mm-mm. uh we had episode 1537 which is the last one of the week and it was uh Megan Kelly is bad at this uh we discussed yeah, yeah. her terrible show this, yeah. it's terrible uh we got some comments Miss Smart says, as I was listening to this episode, the part I missed during the live broadcast, I was scroll, I scrolled through Facebook at the very moment, and y'all were talking about the racist loons infiltrating Facebook. Maybe they already have, which is why Facebook censorship seems to hit members of marginalized groups the hardest. Still scrolling, an article about Seattle's white nationalists came up. Uh, it's on the stranger.com as we snuck into the Seattle super secret white nationalist convention it's long but the related point is this according to my observations the standard Seattle Nazi is a white male under 30 who either works in the tech industry or is going to school to work in the tech industry you also a coder do you mind if I send you something I've been working on I heard that more than once that makes sense we get our information through tech if they can control technology they can control the information and the people y'all see the KUN conspiracy uh you know what i can under, I, that might be true i mean yeah. you see some of the things that leak out in these articles uh about um you know that google document thing and the support that that dude had for basically being anti-diversity and anti all that shit woman and stuff like yeah i, I can imagine that because i mean think about the biggest most bigoted movement before the alt-right was what gamergate a bunch of dudes that were claiming it was about video games when they were really about bigotry and, and sexism and all that shit so yeah I absolutely and those people went that Milo came from Gamergate like riding that wave you know so yeah I absolutely can believe that and and that may explain a lot about Facebook and social media and how we're treated at, in, in addition to their ineptitude of white people that simply are white men and they run these platforms and they own these platforms. So they, they see things like threats, uh, to people that are black and they see harassment of black people as freedom of speech issues. Right. Um, but at the same time, ban black people, um, when they end up putting in the, um, the algorithms to get, uh, harassment off their, off their platform, they end up by, by starting by protecting white people first. So, so then the platform becomes, saying the word white people is as racist as when people say the words black people and say something disparaging like that they immediately start there because that that would make sense it could just be a uh it not an oversight but a purposeful thing and mm-hmm. then an oversight by the people that are in charge you know uh but yeah we'll get into more of this tomorrow when we do our white people news because there's a great buzzfeed piece on Milo and shit and i gotta talk about it uh stephanie williams says child megan kelly yes i fucking spelled her name wrong it's just the worst part of the 53 percent she needs to sit her ass down somewhere nbc knew what it was doing so they aren't going to back down now they made that bed with regrets to juno's homophobic with regards to juno's homophobic joke i was listening and just tilted my head to the side because i honestly didn't even remember that joke i can't even count the number of times i've seen that movie it's just honestly breezed right past me wow now that i know i pay more attention to older movies you know what i called that growth <laughs>
2: go ahead on that's
1: from kelly uh from insecure uh anonymous says karen have you considered doing a premium show that's just karen drags megan kelly every week because i loved your determination for bringing up this this tea and the receipts <laughs> in this episode mm. loved it you did she kept being like well what about this link well check this link
2: because i'm i'll be disconnected i'll be at work i am be like when well, i didn't hear nothing
1: i was trying to move on she's mm. like i'm uh dana says karen have you considered doing a premium show that oh wait so that's what dana says she just posted twice Eve says i'm shaking my head at all the men and the pick me crew who are defending cam's trash ass comment i just like to put it out there that this isn't the first time he discredited a female reporter this happened to a friend of mine who was black but no one said anything then because surprise surprise no one stands up for black women except other black women oh i didn't even i hadn't even heard about that um when did he do this was this in uh college or something bad, give Man. give us some details on that right uh but i think his comment just underly- underlines how trash men are anyway as a blur i constantly have to defend my nerdiness to men who don't think i know what i'm talking about just the other day in the grocery store i was wearing my transformer shirt with the decepticon symbol on it and the cashier was his teenage kid who says you know those are the bad guys right to which i reply yes i know because my husband has a shirt with the autobot symbol now he could have left it at that but then he said right oh so you know a little something about transformers in a really condescending manner so i said little boy i've been watching transformers before you even born i forgot more stuff about them than you currently know and i still know more that shut him up all that to say women as women we constantly have to prove ourselves to men even the most mundane of subjects which is probably why that can't what cam said struck a nerve with so many women p.s fuck Megan kelly yeah, E. V. E, uh, we did uh Ball's Deep Sports yesterday. We had um Audrey, who's Justin's friend on the show, um, um, a black woman. And so she was on here with us and, you know, it was it was a it was a great uh uh great person to have on the show. She was a great person to have on the show because we um talked about Cam's comments and you know, it does extend beyond uh just uh sports mm-hmm. there's a lot of stuff here's the thing that and i hope nobody watch i hope nobody listening to this is out here like in the streets defending cam on this because it really does he's wrong he apologized it's literally over the only fight being had is by people that refuse to admit that the dude was wrong other than that it's like he'll be playing football on Sunday and everything's gonna be fine again quote-unquote mm-hmm. here's the thing if you look at the if you look at the point that people are trying to make that a defending camp, their point is basically very simple. They wanted to say, they wanted to be okay to laugh at the idea of a woman in a male dominated field doing a good job. Right. That's it. It ain't even deeper than that. They just wanted to be okay to laugh at to which I say, you same motherfuckers would have flipped your motherfucking minds if anybody did that with some black shit. Any, all these motherfuckers would have flipped their, if, if Tom Brady were doing a press conference and a black man asked a question about routes and he said, I just find it funny that, uh, a boy like you would, y'all got mad at Conor McGregor for saying boy to to Floyd Mayweather and spent weeks debating the nuance of that and you didn't even care that Floyd Mayweather is a fucking woman abuser you didn't even bring it up didn't even bring it up that he's, a, that he's a womanizer that he said racist shit that he's a Trump supporter you didn't even bring it up for weeks to the tune of buying his fight even to making it about black versus white you did that I watched you niggas do that so you do understand the other side of this when you feel like it you they just don't feel like extending that to women that's all so yeah i, I just it, it was extremely very disappointing in people uh kung fuja says megan kelly somehow managed to out white woman being a mediocre white woman she's like the nasa uh the nasal e of white women
0: oh
1: <laughs> Lama Lama time says go to hell megan cam you can join her and the poll was will megan kelly's morning show be canceled mm-hmm. yes it's never going to happen uh or no she just gonna she just has to work out the kinks um 83 percent think the show will be canceled I, i'm surprised i really thought it wouldn't be but uh only 17 percent think it won't be canceled and maybe i'm wrong you
2: invested too much money in her
1: i can see them moving her though right so i mean that would be canceling the show technically
2: okay like okay, okay
1: megan kelly in the morning isn't working let's move i can see
2: them throwing her co-host too
1: yeah i can see them making some moves i don't think it's over that easy but mm-hmm. i can see them making some moves um all right let me play voicemails real quick we got a couple of those um i think
2: right um, we don't know
1: yeah okay we got one we got one from tuesday let's see if we can play this
0: Hi, Rod and Karen. This is this is Nick from New Jersey. Um, just listening to, to the show from Monday, and you know the, uh, Karen's point about um, servers and tablets is a, it's a good idea. I mean, I've seen it in very few examples, and usually it's a, it's a more of a high end restaurant that probably builds in that um, that cost. Although I'll be honest, places I've seen it or the few times, I've seen it. Quality of food wasn't great, but I, that's not that's not necessarily connected. Anyway. <laughs> What occurred to me this morning, as I'm listening to your show, was just that, you know, it's not necessarily the hardware, but it might just be an application that a developer could use mm. that any restaurant could purchase. You know, for mm. example, in My Daughter's Daycare, we use an app that just allows for pictures of students to, or students to be uploaded and shared with families. Um, you know, if an app was developed that, that waiters, or servers rather, could use on, say, a smartphone, this way the hardware... Is owned by the staff themselves, mm. and all you're really paying into is a subscription for an application uh, that the restaurant would pay into. That might that might actually potentially work. But I love the idea, and I think um, restaurants or some app developer should really jump on that. So hopefully, you know, to the you know many people listen to the show, maybe that's an opportunity for someone to to build something from that. Uh, anyway, love the show as always, and hope all is well.
2: Bye. Bye, bye baby, thank you. That's smart. You smart, man. Mhm. Somebody, somebody <laughs> gonna make a killing because you know most people have phones. You can like just use your phone and just download the app. That Damn. way you ain't got to buy all these pads and shit.
1: That's fucking brilliant.
2: Mhm.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's mm-hmm. that's just fucking brilliant. I don't even have anything else to add to that. That's brilliant, mm-hmm. brother. Um, uh, we also got I got in the mail a gift from oh, a listener. Shit uh says a gift for you Rod. hi rod and karen happy belated birthday rod i hope you two like the movie remember you mentioned that you never had a chance to watch it it's crazy seeing Heath go from enos to the joker heath ledger was a beast love the show it's Brokeback mountain i talked about this with bossy when we did our moonlight review okay and i remember saying like i I never saw it uh sadly i guess sadly i don't know i I, because i really just like this looks too white
2: you know me that was my philosophy and i checked out
1: because i was like uh i was interested in the story of moonlight um and i knew that it was about a gay dude and all that shit Mm -hmm. but i was just interested i saw all that beautiful blackness in the trailer and i I just said i I have to see this um you know look how good these people look look how much quality and respect has been put into the story but i i just remember when uh when Brokeback Mountain came out, I just felt like, I, I don't know, in my mind, it's like two white dudes in cowboy hats and shit, and I was like, all right, this looks super, super white. I'm <laughs> that just,
2: was me. I'm going
1: to just check out, but since you bought it for me, I will watch, watch it. it I'll me. make sure to watch it. Probably try to live tweet it or something, guys. Oh, um, that will to be fun. Uh, we'll, we'll see. Um ah! <laughs> Uh, TVGWT is a lifesaver. We got some emails and Karen, let me know when we get to 120 and I'll switch over. Okay. Hi, Queen Karen and Rod, while babysitting my friend's three-year-old son who was sick and cranky. He watched cartoons on YouTube. He didn't even want to, he didn't want to eat or drink and was basically irritable until he played that damn sour grapes clip from the Teen Titans uh i only knew that clip from tbgwt but i was able to sing along did a little silly dance for him and that totally lifted his spirits oh we both cranked up sang along three more times and i then convinced him to eat a piece of chicken and drink some juice i already love the show ah! and being premium but you all made babysitting a sick kid a whole lot easier thank you dropping a little extra in the collection plate this week thanks
2: samara oh i'm glad honey that'll make that lift anybody's spirit up
1: yeah uh listen teen titans is the motherfucking truth guys what was
2: that thing they did last night that was hilarious with that rap
1: um catching villains with beast boy featuring silky
2: yes
1: um you know what guys i'm gonna try to play it uh i got a few minutes before we switch over that
2: shit was the
1: best i'll put it on screen
2: and it came out of nowhere y'all it was
1: on see they did an episode called tv night to uh which is kind of like rick and morty's interdimensional cable where they just it's batman and commissioner gordon have a sleepover and they watching tv and so it's just a bunch of skits and this one was basically uh now this is recorded from a tv like not the actual this isn't the source uh but it's beast boy singing to um Raven. raven shout out to raven uh it's beast boy singing to raven um uh about uh uh, basically, trying to get with her. So, here you go. It's so good. We ain't gotta keep
0: this on the low.
1: Don't do it fast. We can take it slow. Ooh-oh-oh. Show you things that you ain't see before. Before you go, you ought to know. I won't be catching, catching villains. villains. I won't oh, be catching villains.
0: Yeah, but she got me, got up, now we're moving to the wind. She just couldn't wait to get out. She textin' all of her friends, like look in the window, we in. We cool up the weekend, dropping the top and then we out. We do this every season,
2: Sunshades on the sunny
1: That last part was silky which is um um what's the name fire uh star fires little um, pet pet and, yeah. and, the,
2: and the funny part and it
1: never talks
2: yes and that so was so hilarious
1: it was rapping
2: that was hilarious because you because it came out of Noah and you like everybody know this nigga don't talk and when he does it the shit don't make no sense
1: yeah they do shit like that like every episode uh, I see we're at the break. I'm about to move to the next session, guys. No problem. But they do stuff like that every episode, and it's, it's yeah. so good. and
2: their songs are so good. And it be songs about food. Y'all, they even have songs about uh pyramid schemes. Like this, yeah yeah so
1: that's my pies. yeah i it was one of my favorite shows i'm making money that pyramid scheme money.
2: yes
1: yeah i yeah that's my show man um so i you know I, it's funny man i watch that show i just i don't know how people hate it i don't know
2: right that show is the you don't perfect. got you don't got no
1: soul if you hate that show dog you're just not a good person i don't know how you hate that show um all right let me get into you
2: always bust out laughing because a lot of shit is never expected and they do even though it's quote-unquote kids they have like adult comedy Mm -hmm. because i think i think one time raven was like showing her legs or something like that and uh then they cut to uh, uh beast boy and cyborg and um he was holding up a steak and beating it like beaten meat and like only adults will understand the concept right. of that joke
1: yeah they have a lot of adult jokes too yeah it's it's so good man uh this one is, uh is an email we got from veggie vixen uh where she got her new shirt and she wanted to show it off and i wanted to make sure that it was okay to show it to you guys so she said it was fine um but she got her new the blackout tip shirt and i'll try to make it to show on
2: yes that is flames all that hair baby hair right? goes oh that's beautiful
1: so i i don't know which of those pictures we should use uh i, I love the one with the the fro uh with, the, with, with you see the full fro yes but she's looking down i like
2: that one the best with the shirt yes like, but and i'm gonna tell y'all right now people
1: looking flying their gear ain't
2: that old i mean we literally are getting shirt pictures and mug pictures and they i've been getting my life telephone covers Mm -hmm. and i am so glad you guys are getting your stuff you're representing your stuff you're wearing your stuff shout out to ashanti shout out
1: not that ashanti sent us a picture she was at new york comic con in her shirt like it's so dope people someone uh sent us a picture where they were in that hoodie and said i walked down the street and another blackout tips fan came over to me like it, it's super dope man mm-hmm,
2: is that teespring
1: yeah uh teespring store i'll put it in the uh show notes for you guys get uh, your
2: gear y'all
1: yeah it, if you're listening to the podcast on the app i've put it in the show notes several times just scroll to the bottom um next uh miss uh martin Ken wait marty kins says um episode 1536 get wood not a mother over 50 comments hey rider karen on the oh the question that makes my uterus roll her neck don't you have kids no i only acceptable response to me you hungry want something to eat don't ask me any more questions don't wait for me for any more information now on to the ridiculous comments listen listen why do people want to impose their perfection their perception on other people's state of parenthood why are these people judging why are they trying to share misery i have the same response to i have some responses to those comments one i was recently reading about wound transfer transfers response have you read about brain matter transfers where they transfer the ability to shut the fuck up into people who talk too damn much uh (laughs) that's very good uh two janet jackson has a baby at 50 response how old are you wait for an answer then repeat their name uh announced that they can have these hands at whatever age they are ah! <laughs> so janet jackson has uh, a baby at 50 well jermaine you can have these hands at 10 i don't give a fuck stop asking my phone uh, right number three look out look on the bright side it's about attitude be positive response i'm about to show you the bright side of these hands number five <laughs> ah, number four ah! You ever think of adoption response? No. Did your parents tell you about what when they thought about letting you go to a better home so that you could have been adopted and raised by a family of people who could have taught you not to say dumb shit? Number five, you don't know what exhaustion is. Response, you're right. In fact, I'm going to take a nap right now. Maybe I'll nap on behalf of all those tired infant parents. Uh <laughs> Six, so what was wrong with you? Response, I kept letting myself get in conversations with stupid people. Uh, i kid about giving people these hands i'm not a, on the money team however you never know the strength of a frustrated womb. uh wound may give a lady uh you don't have to be over 50 to be tired of people talking to you about why you don't have kids as an adoptee my, but people throwing adoption out there isn't like it isn't complex like it isn't going to the pound like it's going to the pound or something it doesn't cost a grip these days
0: It's expensive because back
1: in the day it did not um i heard some of these uh, and i always wondered Did you consider staying quiet? If so, why didn't you? My personal fave was one day I was, uh, doing something to decrease my debt and my friend responded, how can you have debt or any money issues? You don't have children. Nothing else can cause debt. Uh, (laughs) yeah, people get so stupid. And people who don't have my, uh, don't have kids don't pay more taxes or to pay for schools and for other people, uh, who do. Yike. Uh, it's really about the intrusiveness that people have about women's bodies, about women period. Uh, yes right call folks danes fyi it's like being knighted for women the most excellent order of british empire is a british order of chivalry rewarding contributions to the arts and the scientists works with charitable welfare organizations and public service outside of the civil service p.s that jest lady with the jewish mother who only spoke spanish who did not like that she was white that confused and entertained me is hilarious <laughs> anyway love the show miss 1kl check out our podcast get wood it's
2: out there. Yes. Jess is the best. And uh, I agree. And it's one of the things where I realize everybody think they're accepting to the rules when they ask you about this. Like mm-hmm. they think me asking you demands an explanation when in reality, you just should not ask, you know, but people don't want to not ask. They feel mm. like they have the right and they are obligated to ask. They were like, well, I don't mean no harm when I ask. Okay, but the other five people that asked me today and the other 20 people that asked me today and the other hundred people that asked me over the course of the year. It's like to you, it's just you as an individual, but to that person they responded to the collectiveness of people responding and a lot of times people get mad when they get an attitude but it was like why do you feel like you must know what like 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 what's in you that feels like you need to intrude because the thing is people know, people don't think is an intrusive question and that's the problem we have a society that don't think that ask, asking a woman about when she's going to have children is intrusive but it actually is you don't know what's happening what's going on in her life why she can't have kids or may have decided not to have kids and if she goes and breaks down into tears and, 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 and tell you her long sad life story if this happened to her you're going to feel like the asshole like I never should have asked.
1: Right or if she says something rude to you quote unquote then it's her fault.
2: Right it's her fault for being like motherfucker you shouldn't ask you know and I've seen on on, on social media where some people say they've been uh, cussed out enough where they don't ask no more and in my mind I'm like well good you shouldn't have asked in the first place
1: uh, Jay writes saying what up rod and karen sorry in advance this email might get long vegas shooting i think he lives out that way as some of uh as some of the listeners might know i live in las vegas at least yeah he does okay at least for the next few days i do more on that later but when i first moved out here on the one of the first things i noticed was the number of confederate flags even though nevada was a union state and the number of goddamn guns people carry guns everywhere it's so bad that i immediately get tense when i see somebody's daddy with a cell phone clipped to his belt since the shooting it's been a disaster overload locally i happen to live in the vegas pd headquarters. Uh, by the vegas pd headquarters and the medical district police lights and media vans everywhere so i've been trying to withdraw from the situation but while i was avoiding the news i decided to look up nevada's gun laws my niggas it might as well be the wild wild west out here here are a few uh highlights uh one you don't need a permit to buy a gun nor are you required to get a license to register a firearm there's no limit on the number of guns a person can buy at one time either Two, carry an unconcealed firearm in public is legal. Uh, It's legal to own an assault weapon and large capacity magazines for ammunition. There is no mandated waiting period before buying a gun. You can bring a gun to a polling place, to a casino, and to a bar uh so glad to be moving out of the state in a few days one more thing on this gun shit tuesday i was terrified that i would get shot i was coming out of the movies where there was some white guy military white guys in military gear walking around the parking lot the jackets were fairly long so i couldn't see their waistbands but white niggas in camouflage in public definitely make you feel like they would be carrying one of the guys was putting something in his passenger seat and it just happens. I was parked right next to my car. It was parked right next to my car. I couldn't get in my car until he moved, so I purposely stood far away on the other side of the car just in case I startled him. Sure enough, as soon as he closed the passenger door and looked up, my presence startled him. Thank God he just chuckled and apologized for taking so long. But I'm certain uh, I was the person most afraid in that scenario. Now, about my move. I'm moving to L.A. To start a new job i have you guys partly to thank i remember back when rye got laid out before being premium thinking damn these corporations ain't loyal that was a reminder to me to never sacrifice my happiness for a company and that will definitely replace my ass in a heartbeat if it was convenient for them it just so happens that around the follow your dreams feedback episode i confronted my manager about a job posting uh for a position that my former boss promoted me to before our ceo COO vet, vetoed it a year ago wow Yeah, I asked him why he never mentioned that he was bringing in an outsider to fill the role if he was considering me or my teammate for the position. She's more senior than me, so I felt she needed to be first in line dude doesn't respond for a few days and it just so happens that the day he responded was the same day my new gig accepted my counter job offer my manager basically tells me that i'm not being considered for the role and that i'm never getting promoted imagine how big i was smiling as i informed him that i was resigning he asked me why i let the chopper spray by the end well he asked me why i let the i let the chopper spray or as karen said spray the chopper <laughs> by the end all he had to say was did we not give you enough money he really thought he could get get me to stay in a dead-end job just by throwing a few dollars at me and here's a kicker even with his pacifying raises i was still making 40k less than what i would have been uh would have had the ceo not vetoed my position my promotion Woo! tomorrow's my last day writing this on thursday and i'm walking out like angela bassett and waiting to Hell. come on i know this was a ta-nehisi coast length of email <laughs> thanks for reading J. <laughs> full thanks man uh, good hey, good luck in the new gig in la man mm, congratulations mm. on getting the fuck out of there
2: yeah a lot of jobs think they do that by quote-unquote tricking you trying to counter offer and shit like that but it's like nigga you told me this is a dead-end job why the fuck would i stay and guess what if i hadn't said i was leaving would you even have cared would right. you even have offered me more money mm-hmm. so that shows you this is a problem from the beginning
1: uh kimberly writes in uh falcons diva gift coming in the mail hi Ryan and karen just want to tell you about some product that i'm sending you it's coming from a company in charlotte xora botanical beauty i'm not sure if you tried it before but xora was created by a black woman and i've been using her products for years this year she introduced me to shimmering oil as soon as i heard tried it i wanted karen to have some for her trip to jamaica
2: ah shit don't be shimmering
1: karen this oil will make your body glisten while protecting you from the sun the sparkles uh tend to settle so just give it a good shake the xor body uh butters are my first love so i wanted you to have some too but i couldn't just send karen a gift so close to Rod's birthday Rod, i hope you enjoy the selections from her mail line as a side note am i gonna be shimmering too as a side note
2: oh we all gonna be shimmering i'm dry too honey so my skin will suck that shit right on up Mm
1: -hmm. uh as a side note you may have heard of mercedes the owner she already has a degree in chemical engineering damn she had to go fund me to help pay for her esthetician estetic- uh, estes- esthetician esthetician school and one day Chrissy Teigen saw it on t- oh I did see that saw it on Twitter and paid the entire amount I think she graduates this go
2: weekend yeah. paid
1: forward. I can't hate on Chrissy Teigen man I tried I-, I-, I wanted to join in the people that was hating but I, I like her I don't, I don't know I'm sorry y'all I let you down but Chrissy Teigen seemed like a really cool person and I would like to be her friend Anyway, I hope you enjoy your products. Just a small token of my appreciation to you for all you do. Love Falcons Diva. Thank you. Thank you. Um oh, Miss uh Martin Kent. Wait, Miss Right, saying again. Uh episode 1537. Megan kaylee makes me makes me feel better about my job performance. <clears throat> females be femaling and cam be camming I listened to cam and I thought well he said it's funny as in it tickles me as in uh-huh. I am amused I would also think that he actually uh, think they that he may like it almost like a fetish, like, wow, you're a girl and you know what routes are? Wow, I'm easily impressed, because I don't expect a woman to know these things, because this is a much, such a male dominated space. That is how I took it. I know a few athletes and ex-military dudes who refer to women as females matter of factly and use it interchangeably with women. I don't like it, and because I have never liked it, even as a child, I paid close attention, and as always uh, in place of bitch it does always sig- sign- signify a lack of maturity emotional maturity it all it also always diminishing though in my opinion um just like calling grown women girl way more than calling men boys but we do our boy like we but we do our- use boyfriend for adults I, I will say the word bitch has replaced women in a lot of usage um these things send me into a tizzy because of these people who use females are the same dumpster dwellers who say it's not the guns. It's the people are the or folks that support y'all's man makes me so sick. How you had, how can you have your child shot and then say it's not the guns beyond me? Why can't it be the people and the why can't it be the people and the guns? Why can't we address the human aspect and the tools used for killing these trash ass Christians make me sick. Three clap emojis. Uh, so make me sick. Um, uh, well, let me go back to the cam thing real quick, too, though. Um, one of the things about it that is funny is even if he would have just found it funny, as in, I can't believe a woman knows that, da 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 da, he's at work
2: and it's still problematic.
1: There's no industry where we would allow that, and everybody knows it. Like, if, if you were at your job and the, uh, the fucking bosses, and you asked the boss a good question in a meeting, and he went, <laughs> I just think it's funny that a female uh, knows about weather derivatives. Like it, it's it's insulting. It's no other way to do it. Like I said, I look at these things through the prism of race because it's a great comparison. And I think of how I would feel if someone singled me out and said it was funny that I was good at my job because I'm black. And not to mention, when he did double down, he let he basically accused her of just of lying. Like you're lying. You couldn't possibly know that and then he's like well i guess i should have said reporters like none of y'all know this shit just me you know so it's just interesting because he because it's like well if we don't know how come you never had this interaction with a man like there's a lot of men in these rooms that ask these questions and none of them ever you never laugh in their face and go i'm just surprised that you think you know what the fuck you talking about you know Yep. Nope i was talking to my dear friend who i love to pieces and i was like these political christians only care about two things LGBTQI uh qia rights and abortion nothing else this was brought on by the whole tina campbell ridiculousness yeah we're gonna talk about that tomorrow too talking about our com- com- commonality with the com- candidate yeah she said she voted for trump because of her christian values and i'm like which ones how is that not the follow-up question uh the whole i don't like either candidate and acting like they were starting out on equal when they were not even look at christ christ-like traits like grace mercy humility kindness and trump has never exhibited any of these i mean at the Mm -hmm. bare minimum having home training and knowing how to act in public and setting an example of decorum i mean well he didn't learn that from two corinthians uh corinthians 2 electric boogaloo was not written yet when he got on it come on how about uh hillary is a woman who was married to a man who cheated repeatedly forgave him and stayed couldn't you find commonality in that oh tina mm. yes yeah, she perseveres in her career that she is also in i call bullshit why are people denial of this my friend is sickened by them pushing trump on all the religious tv shows i'm saying they are only tap- tapping into what white people's fears are and they need to they need to oppress and in their inherent entitlement they always have why do some of us want to give people a change uh a chance who would never give us a chance sorry this email is long I'm all over the place i'm gonna wrap this up okay uh let me tell you something though i agree with you man and it's really sick that you know you have like the 700 club and all these places where they actually you know actively have um they they campaign for trump you know they tell you are not you're not a good christian unless trump uh you vote for trump it's, it's trash um also i was wondering uh your you and karen take on this whole very smart brothers black men are the white men of the black community uh thing i don't i don't know if you covered it elsewhere do i do listen daily uh to all the free content but it just seemed like something up your alley oh i'm pretty sure we talked about it mm-hmm. uh when he put the article out and then i know we talked about it when i said it on twitter because yeah,
2: your name was in the article
1: yeah yeah i'm linked in the article um so i don't know maybe you're kind of newer to the show mm-hmm. um i'm here for uh, oh wait i'm sorry you did want to take on it um uh, I agree with it mostly. The only issue I really had with the article is I felt like it didn't go far enough because I think you have to bring up, um, black men, not just toward our treat, not, it's not just straight black men's treatment of black women that it makes us the quote unquote white people of black people. That's not the point. And I think once, when you make it just that myopic, you end up, um, sort of proving the point uh with our own lenses of um privilege that we are not looking at the entire community as a whole cuz I didn't say that to covet um any goodwill from just from black women and shit like it I just look at how we exercise our male privilege in the areas where we do have it this is not to say we are the most privileged people this is not to say we have systemic privilege this is not like this is that's not what I'm trying to say In um as far as owning systems, right? But we do benefit from the patriarchy that is installed for white men. So sometimes we get this, it rubs off on us. There's a reason that the people that walk up on, in, in, in Donald Trump's offices are Steve Harvey's and your, uh, Kanye West and your Ray Lewis's and your, uh, like, uh, like there's a reason that there's not 27 Amorosas walking up in there, but there's probably been 10 black men that walked up in there, right? um and Omarosa got fired right um so uh I I think um you have to bring up our treatment of LGTQIA people um because that's a big part of it you know uh trans women of color are killed at such a high rate and often their killers are black men you know uh this is not to say black men are genetically hyper violent this is not to say that black men are um um, um, even, uh, culturally predisposed to violence or any of that shit. Um, the deeper point in all of this, um, is that the value of black life is so little in this country that people treat that life in the way that society tells them to treat it. That's the that's the bigger message in all this, and it always gets lost because people want to get so fucking offended at the mere mention of this concept. But it's not that harsh of a concept to understand. Like we, because because also black men kill black men at a high rate. But why is that? It's because society tells us our lives are worthless. They tell and they tell us our women's lives are worth less than that, and our children's lives are worth less than that, and LGBTQI black lives are worth than, less than that. Like so that's what happens to in my opinion is uh when you look at intimate partner violence and you see black women are killed more often it's because there's less recourse like hitting a black woman leads to way less consequences than hitting a white woman in our country you know so it's different you know um the the you know uh, we read so many articles where like a trans person is killed by a black man or or I mean, and, and and for the record, it could probably be any man, but in these cases, these trans women of color are normally killed by black men. And you look at the sentence, and if you follow the story all the way to the sentencing in court, and they're getting like ten years, twelve years, twenty years for murder, cold-blooded murder on the street. You know what I mean? Like that. That what's the value of a trans person's life? Well, that's why people treat trans people that way, because because no one's valuing their lives you know when you can use the homophobic panic the de- defense or the trans panic defense when you can use these in court as an actual legal defense of hey i'm a straight man and i found out this person was trans so i killed them so i should not get the a jail sentence that is you know any in any significant way comparative to if i killed a straight person like that those are the defenses people have you know so I think of it as a a a holistic approach of a lack of um resources and recourses for the victims of this violence uh and the victims of no more and it's more than just violence right because like violence is you know obviously the most important thing because you know why would i ever want to see another black person killed by a black person period right but more than just violence there's a privilege in how we protect cam newton There's a privilege in how we defend Ezekiel Elliott or LeVar Ball. We don't do that for black women. Like we, like we cherry pick our black women shit, right? Like Jamel Hill, like I said, talks about Trump, black men getting up and all, that's what I'm talking about. Let Jamel Hill give a sports opinion they don't like. Let Jamel Hill say that, um, she's experienced sexism from, from a black person or athlete or something. It's different. And then she gotta go she all the females and all the all that you know like like misogyny is a tie that binds us to white men in a way that is super scary to me because anything that comes from that system of patriarchy and oppression is is poison for us really you know i understand you can't change everything by yourself you just one person so i'm not trying to advocate like i and i'm not some pie in the sky as idealist either i don't think like oh we're gonna change capitalism to socialism tonight like i don't think that i just feel like in general we should be wary of certain shit Your your email talked about christianity i'm wary of christianity because of that you know there's a lot of good people i know that are christians there's a lot of people doing a lot of dirt and harm in the name of christianity too so i'm wary of that shit you know i like that ain't like that ain't from us that that was given if it here in america that was given to us to to pacify us and the same people that told that that we're supposed to get liberation and freedom from via that book are the same people that were enslaving us so i don't have a loyalty to that religion because of that you know and i can't cross that mental hurdle i know some people have they found a way to reconcile that i i can't i can't do it um so any anyway, to get back to the point, um I thought the article was decent. I don't think it went far enough. I think if you leave out how we treat trans people, how we treat gay people within our community, then we're really just not completely looking at the whole prism of the privilege that we do have as straight white as straight black men. Like that's it. Like we do have a level of male privilege. This but it's like people get offended at the idea because any any Conversation about blackness that doesn't put black men as the not just the leader but also the most oppressed is null and void to most people you know i listened to a podcast well what i could get through uh the other day where they were breaking down um that article and how much they didn't like it and they brought on this this doctor who has spent his whole life basically trying to uh fight against the the myth of the hyper vigilant hyper violent black man and and whatnot and i and I understand that you know to me uh like as a black man i feel that you know i i it, it scares me to think of how people view me sometimes where i'm like i'm just trying to walk into my apartment and you know somebody's looking at me like i'm a fucking criminal in my own place you know Come so my, you know um you know my neighbor upstairs doesn't want to walk past me on the way down the stairs like like i'm like like i don't live here too or something like i'm some type of dangerous person or something i i understand that you know not to mention targeted incarceration systemic racism like these are complex issues and i'm not this is not saying black men are these um you know like we're just sitting around like uh being evil and nothing and and there's no mitigating circumstances and this is not that but we can't even have a conversation about anything we could possibly do better about ways that we should be trying to uh erase the programming that this society has put in us without people getting mad. You know, I think we do need to erase this programming, man It's instead what we tell, what we're too busy doing is telling black women that they shouldn't be feminist and that they're destroying the community and shit like that you know that they shouldn't call the police when they're beaten that they shouldn't uh want street harassment to stop you know we're too busy we are see this is the other part of this shit i'm sorry to get on the Mm -hmm, soapbox but this is the other part of this shit too we as status quo as things are as right now we have no shortage of motherfuckers telling black women and black gay people and children what to do so we're not even coming at it from an even place like the church is constantly telling black women, black children what to do, black gay folks constantly. Like that organization doesn't really come down on men like that. We don't even go to the church for the most part. So it doesn't even come down on men like that. Um, when it comes to this, um to activism and leadership and shit, we rally for a black man who gets killed way more than we rally for a black woman that gets killed, black trans person that gets killed, black gay person that gets killed. Men, we have an easier time getting more people to march. It's just it's just open and shut case. That's you know civil rights leaders. We we much easier to go through the men, the name of the men who have who have either uh, led or been killed or whatever in this country than it is to go through the women. It's just much easier, you know. Um, it there's some benefits that we have, some tangible and some intangible. But if you discuss these, then it becomes anger at the fact that you're not um that at the fact that you're actively saying well maybe we should pull back on some of this shit you know like when when like when um when that woman wrote that article about not marching for black men who get killed by the police anymore because when black women get killed these men don't come out and march for them she got called divisive she got called every word in the book you know when when like when when cam says something when uh lavar ball says something and we pull out the emmett till playbook you know the dangerous white women trying to trap these black men type thing like we are really good with that no matter how fucking uh when mayweather's fighting mcgregor we are so good with rallying behind the black man no matter how fucked up and problematic he could have been no matter how he might not even want your black ass supporting him and we'll run over there to protect that person but we just are not very good with that reciprocating you know in my opinion um so i think that's a big part of it and and no you can't separate it all out it's very difficult i understand but a lot of these niggas just want to cop out because you see how they did the gun debate after vegas we can't talk about this right now that's what a lot of black men are doing and black people in general are doing whenever you talk about well what can we as black men do better we immediately we can't talk about this you're being divisive now's not the time you know we gotta talk but we don't ever say now it's not the time for tyrese to talk some shit about black women we'll never say now it's not the time for steve hardy to put out another one of them 18 button suit books you know, we don't like we don't have this now. It's not the time shit when Roland Martins telling blaming black women for that fucking uh birth of a nation movie flopping. We don't do it now. It's not the time. Black men support him and go out and harass these women for bringing up that that they don't want to support a guy who's been accused of rape. Like that's the kind of thing. We want solidarity when it's our shit. And that is so fucking white. So yeah, that's where that comes from. So that's how I feel about it. And and like I said, man, if that makes me some kind of coon or sell out or less black than somebody else, I'll be that, man. Cause I do think we can do better. And I don't think it's a a slap in the face to say, these are things that I see us doing fucked up that look a lot like what white people do to us. And I don't want to be a part of it. That's all. Sorry for going on that long tangent.
2: Mm-mm, you're fine and it's one of the things where uh for a lot of black men they go through the same emotional thing that white people go through it's like i got privilege you automatically rejected um i gotta change i you automatically reject it. you know you begin to feel bad because you wish there was something more that you could do about it I get wrapped up in my feelings, I get wrapped up in me, I get wrapped up in I want to do something but I don't know how to respond you know, and it's a learning curve you know, just like uh, a lot of niggas don't want to deal with white people going through a learning curve, but they have to go through a learning curve when it comes to racism. Right. Black men have to go through a learning curve when it comes to sexism. Just like white people have to have to learn how to be reprogrammed. Black men need to learn how to become reprogrammed. Men, men in general, but particularly right. we talk about black men need to learn how to, how to become, um, reprogrammed. You have to learn how to look at, at women, all women, not the women you fucking, not the ones you're related to all women as somebody's sister, somebody's mother, somebody's aunt somebody's friend somebody loved one you have to learn how to have compassion behind things that you're not putting your dick into and you're not related to by blood and that is very hard to reprogram yourself when society has told you that everything is wrapped around you you as a black man man anything that happens to you is the most oppressive thing ever and everybody else is secondary to that and they should support you no matter what happens to you I demand that you be my mule I demand that you do the work and I just sit here and kind of quote unquote take the accolades or step in and tell you what to do and you have to be reprogrammed from that you have to learn how to give women to praise when they do. Don't talk down to them. Don't act like they're less than. Because there's a lot of quote unquote good men that actually, when you, if you listen to them talk and you hear how them do them, them do things, you go, oh, okay, you don't respect women. And when you tell them that, they act like you're the problem. But you've been programmed to use cold words like female. You've been programmed to to you know call women these names. You've been programmed the first thing you know if something happens to a woman, you you look at her kids and you just go, well, where are your kids at? You've been when women too. You've been. Programmed program you did never give black women the benefit of the doubt everything is their problem anything that happens to to us as a whole is automatically their problem not what can i do to be better what can i do to chip in what can i do to make a change how can i help to evolve this and that's how it comes with white people and racism it's the same thing and i think that uh until you fix the systemic problem of people being reprogrammed you're going to continue to have this problem
1: yeah and for the record to me it's right and wrong right like Cause what happens is we end up in a situation where it's like, well, it's black man versus this. To me, it's always kind of what's right and what's wrong. Cause I've also been in a situation where we had to come on here and I don't take any, like none of this shit makes me feel good. I don't, you know, like yesterday, some dude called me a cis head black feminist hero, which I don't know which part of that was supposed to be an insult, but whatever, right? Don't. Um, but the point being, um, and I don't see myself as a hero, but the point being I don't, Like these conversations any more than anyone else. Like these are my least favorite conversations to have to a certain extent because they don't, we don't get to be funny. We're not, you know, it's not very, uh, it feels like a lecture. It feels soapboxes. It, you know, um, I'm, I'm having to think about myself and my, my, my people and my, my, and and how fucked up we can be towards each other. I don't like thinking about that shit. I like, I, i can just but i also feel obligated to be honest and not to ignore that shit because when other people do it or when they go out here and spread this bullshit we let them cook and that's terrible you know what i mean so like in this case um we've come on this show before and talked about like chimamanda going at um who's a a, a cis hat black woman who was saying basically that trans uh women aren't women and that should be considered something different than, than just a woman. Like, like we've had that conversation. I don't like, like, it's not about a team for me. It's not about placating to a certain brand or a certain, like, this is just how I view the world where I'm like, well, why are we so dead set on putting that caste system within our own community that was, that was put on us to hold us back? i don't want to replicate it you know and if that makes me uh whatever then i'll just be that because i'm I'm never gonna be ashamed of just thinking that that's wrong man we we should not imitate what we have seen used to beat us down that's all i'm
2: saying correct i i agree and it's one of those things where as long as it's a problem we're gonna keep bringing it up because you know a lot a lot of times people are like why y'all keep talking about it? because it's a problem like these are systemic things everything like with cam and like it's you see it on social media if you've been on social media long enough you know x y and z is gonna happen you know women gonna get mad they're not gonna be that mad the males gonna come in and fuss against them they're going to get a little mad. Then you're going to have the hotels to come out there. Then that's when women going to really get mad. And there's a fucking war across all social medias. And it plays out over and over and over and over again. So that means it's a systemic problem with the men. A lot of times, if men would just let women vent... Mm. the situation with go because that's all women want to do is just vent just like you want to vent about your football or basketball or whatever it is that you want to be mad about for the day just like when some, when a black man dies how I got to look at your timeline and see you rail for five days and don't nobody come and tell you the shit that, Well, that white people right. do but as, far as black women most black women are going to be supportive of you and your opinion they're not going to come and tell you to shut the hell up they're not going to come and tell you you're being divisive they're not going to come and tell you you know this is not the time for you to vent your anger and vent your frustration they're not going to tell you your feelings not valid they're not going to tell you what you've seen or what you saw ain't real you don't get that from black women but everything for a woman, it's you're lying these bitches be lying these bitches are crazy these bitches making shit up I don't believe you why didn't you come out earlier for whatever the situation is it's always some excuse for us and that's and, and that's where you get these big wars and the problem instead of just letting people vent their frustration
1: yeah man all i say is this the way i view blackness is we need each other yes we do whether we recognize it or not and me saying we gotta be kinder and be better towards everybody within the community instead of just picking and choosing to opting out and like i don't find what i'm saying to be that fucking controversial i don't know why people get mad when i say it i don't like literally it just seemed like right and wrong to me and i would never fake that shit for anybody and as i grow in my understanding of blackness uh the world of history of intersectionality all this shit that's what i put on this show that's what karen puts on this show we growing just like y'all like right. seven years ago i might not have thought this way mm. you know what i mean there's, there's, have... there's things i wouldn't even seen as important issues now that i'm like well damn if you start here this is how shit gets fucked up for everybody but that's part of being older That's part of being growing i don't want to stay in the same box i was born in and i don't want to stay in the same mental prisons that was put upon me i don't want to i don't want to die under the same ignorance that i was born in and i understand a lot of people feel like the fight of their lives is to maintain that ignorance like how do i just keep my head down and stay the same person and that's their choice but i don't i don't want to have that's not how i want to live my life um uh i'm here for all use the 53 percent that karen has and like her i'm here for the all the tea on megan kelly and them trying to wash this turd off also just because of karen's beautiful mind hashtag let the chopper spray lol i'm old and i'm black well care me too anyway i had to go premium just because i had an extra twenty dollars this month love you guys sorry you took too long uh for too long emails this week miss one ko thank you oh, thank you baby appreciate the uh the emails man mm-hmm. um and a, and a chance to to clarify on uh on uh that that article
2: mm-hmm. yeah because that mean a lot I, and i'm glad we had this conversation because at the end of the day, the, the biggest part of that whole conversation is that we need each other. I need you just as much as you need me. and right. that's And that's all black women are saying. We need right. you. Right. And you're actually smacking us in the face. Well, we don't need you. Yes, you right. do.
1: Right. We need each other, man. Yes. More, and uh, more than people think, man.
2: Yeah. And deeper than that, not only do we need you, we love you. Like, right. like, 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 I don't think men see women reaching out to them and their frustration going but i'm doing this out of pure just love for you as a black man because i love my people we need
1: each other just because like if you're a black man that's a misogynist or you hate black women or whatever fucking problems you have you hate gay people whatever look man one gay black people exist women that are black people exist i don't care like since we view women through a lens of sex like romance and shit it's ownership romantically like we have a lot of that when we come when we view women it's hard for us to break that programming so you have a lot of men that are like well i'm disassociating romantically from black women so therefore fuck i need this for black black I always this black woman always that and they're like mm, but then what when you have a black daughter what about your black mom what about your black sister what about that and i have to go into that level i hate to but it mm-hmm. has to be that because some motherfuckers really refuse to think beyond they don't think of women outside of the women in their lives that they aren't fucking as as humans right you know what i mean like everyone outside of these women are here for sex everybody else is you know fuck them and everything they think so anyway it's complicated but we're gonna keep talking about it man i'm not gonna be scared about it and Mm -mm. we'll lose some listeners we'll lose some some folks uh you know uh you know like i said i've been accused of faking my opinions on this shit which is hilarious to me because if i was gonna fake opinions i'd be jason whitlock come on like, we, I'd, honey, making I'd rather a lot be rich more money. i'd rather be rich if i was gonna be up here bullshitting like what? these things aren't i never know how people gonna feel about the things i say but I'd rather be honest, you know, I listen to other people's opinions. Mm-hmm. I There's enough of the status quo out there for people to get their feel elsewhere. So I don't know why people have a problem with me talking like this. Uh, Allegra says, hey you two, I just m- wanna say that I'm completely enlightened, entertained, and enthralled by the Vietnam War series on PBS. My husband and I have been watching intensely and have, as we do with a lot of things, paused the show and had discussions. So sometimes it takes us a little longer to finish an episode. I freaked out a bit when I realized that one Vietnam restaurant I eat at is named Hue after the city that lay the victims, that lay victim to the Tet Offensive. Now I'm curious about the history of the owners of that restaurant anyway Mm. i was born just at the i was born just as the vietnam war was ending so i had no memory of it me neither other than its effects on some of my close relatives looking at how the everyday calamities of the u.s soldiers had to face that like faulty equipment lack of knowledge of the enemy's culture and history and not getting the whole truth from our government makes me think of the iraq war all right and that's before they had as much media as we have well, we have to get, the, and think about it, the main mistake they really made was um, LBJ from when uh, well, he let the media go in with no restrictions. I mean, like 200 journalists died in that war, by the way, but think about that. Like, we would have never got the story if they would have kept like some sort of like you can't do this, it's classified rules with the media. The media to them is what quote unquote really lost the war. But that just means without the media, they would have sank more lives, more money, uh, and more manpower into dying out there. Correct. Uh, will we have 40 plus years of Ken Burns to get us up, the uh, get us the realities and truths behind Iraq War in a stunning PBS series?
2: We might. That man's a national treasure.
1: Yeah, he might be working on it now. Thanks for letting us in on a great series. Always enjoy you and Karen's insight. Uh, kissy face, kissy face, kissy face, Allegra A. Thanks, Allegra. Thank you. And this last one is a great way to end the show guys this uh this really um i think you guys are going to enjoy this uh, i saw it earlier so i'm kind of uh in the know but we got one last email and now i gotta get out of here because i think nina's thing is at two um and of course it's moving slow now all right let me see if this comes on screen uh care let me know if you see it pop on the screen um samantha sent us an email hey ryan and karen just wanted to share this video with you uh my 17 year old baby girl singing along to guess the race intro song oh i've been
2: (laughs) i've
1: been listening to your show before my baby was even an idea maybe during conception (laughs) and i'll show it throughout my entire pregnancy lol so it's only natural that she's already a fan thanks for keeping me and my husband woke as fuck (laughs) oh and don't judge me i'll restrict her listening soon just not today you know what i don't how when can they pick up i don't know the age range when the kids start picking up i you know there's like an age where kids in the room you can be like man fuck that shit and then there's an age where they just turn around be like fuck that shit you like i guess we gotta stop talking like this we
2: gotta stop talking
1: uh, i'm also a listener that called in and left a message about the crazy parents that freaked out over a lesson taught to kindergartners about being transgender i'm not a candy lady great idea i consider it but i live around too many white people homo association and all yeah you know they was oh i'm sure they'll snitch. she said yep you know they'll snitch so did it show up Karen?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: all right let me see if i can blow this up for you guys so you guys can see it but uh this is her baby oh. singing along to uh guess the race 17 months old um uh, this, this, I showed this to Justin during, uh, Balls Deep yesterday.
0: Now that it's time for some guest That's right, it's time. Now that
2: it's time for some <laughs> <laughs> Aww, she's uh, adorable. That's, that's,
1: so, that is so cute. We thank you. Uh, and that's it, man, for the show. Um appreciate everybody for tuning in live. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow, uh, yes, with- we will uh, a shit ton of white people news mm-hmm, and um,
2: premium folks probably gonna get some more stuff
1: right so we'll see y'all then i gotta hop on uh project podcast fandom and mm-hmm. do our queen sugar recap thanks for uh broke back mountain i'll make sure to watch this i'll try to live tweet it too um and we'll talk to y'all later um oh premium people balls deep pre came out yesterday today i'm doing a off-season review of defenders with leslie mack from the interracial john oh, podcast too much uh, we did this too much, me and Bossy yesterday. As you can imagine, it's a very busy day. Mm-hmm. And shout out to my man, Mike Felder, who hooked me up with the pumpkin bars.
2: Oh, those were deli- the baby, they were flames. They yeah. were delicious.
1: So I went across, uh, I went, uh, down to Pineville and bought some- I uh, got some pumpkin bars from him. Uh, he hooked your boy up. So thank you so mm-hmm. much. And
2: tomorrow night is The Walking, dead. The the walking, walking dead. dead
1: recap. We'll be doing that tomorrow night. So, alright guys, we'll talk to y'all tomorrow and, uh, Yeah, until then, I love you.
2: I love you, too.